Hi guys, we are being peer pressured to fucking record this, so you're welcome. Um, anyways, my usual guest host, guest host, guest host. I'll take that. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've received a promotion. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know what? Co-host is better. Co- I, I, either one. Either. Oh, I like that much better. Much better. I'll rate that. Um, so here we are today, recording this because, um, as I've said before, we have been peer pressured and being asked when to record. You have one. definitely been harassed. I'm not even fucking kidding. I'm so, about to eat a limbo. There you go. We've definitely been harassed. Yes. Uh, so here's one now. So we have a, a list of... To- By the way, this is Anthony, if no one picked up on that. <laughs> you've heard me before if you've listened to the podcast, no? So we've wrote a list of a few things we might discuss, and if we get close to like a, a longer podcast, we'll just do it another time, I Make guess. everyone happy with a second episode. Exactly. So, Anthony, you may want to start so, the topics. We're going to talk about a few things. So we're talking about the concept of buying a house. Which I have done, and like, is it's a long term plan of hers. Might get into past relationships and dating, which is always going to be. <laughs> <a touch. laughs> That's going to be a touchy topic for both of us. I think it'd be a controversial, it'd be fun. If any of our actors are listening, we are not sorry. We're, no, we're really not. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get in so much trouble. It's making me really excited. Um, I know Malak sort of brought this to my attention, and we want to talk about a few sort of more political things as we've done before, like. The Texas abortion laws, um, uh, so a, a high court free speech case that Malak brought to my attention. Uh, the, chi- the China law surrounding video games and homework, and then just to top it off, the Kim Kardashian saga at the Met Gala. Correct. But before all of that, driving in today, I wanted to have a bit of a rant, a bit of a bitch and complain about parking in the city. Mm-hmm. Go for it. As if parking in some suburbs isn't enough, isn't isn't hard enough. Parking in the city is a pain in my assholes. It's really <laughs> Multiple bad. Assholes. Multiple assholes. It's really bad. Now, I come to Malax a lot for just to, to, for dinner and chat shit, right? And there's like a paid sort of parking. I don't even know the company that runs it. I don't know if it's Wilson's or Wilson, something. Yeah, yeah. bastards they are. And they charge $5 to park, which I don't mind paying. But every once in a while, Reese, in, earlier this year, I used to get a bit cheeky. I was like, oh, I'll park in the in the resident car park for the apartments and shit around here. And I used to get away with it a bit. I stopped getting away with it. <laughs> I was I was copping $70 fines like they were going out of fashion. <laughs> oh, it was like, and I, and I knew it was going to be a bad... There was one night, I remember I'd been here for not even 10 minutes. I don't know if you... Oh, no, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Maybe you do remember it. I'd been here for not even 10 minutes. I went out to my car to get something. $70 fine in 10 minutes. They were waiting for you. They knew but, they but were But imagine if I hadn't gone out. They, 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 like, they'd have lined my car with fine. It'd be like, be like a fucking wedding reception. It'd be like a wog wedding at John DeFetti. Tickets, Defe- baby, tickets. Yeah. would have been like a wog wedding at John DeFetti, just confetti and shit everywhere. Fine oh. confetti. Oh, I was livid. Yeah, so I've paid, I've, those fines are obviously not paid now, but parking in the city sucks ass. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just basically, the moral, the moral of the story I've learned is stop being a tight ass and just pay for the parking mm-hmm. because the fines are actually significantly worse. Exactly. Which is um, unfortunate. Like we have one car and we have one car port, mm. but if we wanted to get another one, we're not allowed to, we're not allowed to park on yeah. resident parking because the house has a car park. And because I guess yeah, you could you couldn't apply for the permit like we're not allowed to the people no. across the road can because apparently one car is enough. For I was going to ask you. You've lived in Melbourne. Was it worse? Surely it had to have been. Oh, much worse. Yeah. But you know what it is in Melbourne. Their loading zones are thirty minutes long, while ours is only ten minutes. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. 
At least you could realistically go into a store and actually like have a slight look around here. It's yep. like if you're not if you're not back in ten minutes, you're not they're a waiting. Ninja. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I've heard in Melbourne. See, here I've never heard of someone car getting towed. Oh, they love towing cars in Melbourne. I know in Melbourne they, they froth over. Oh, them. they love. Like, I remember one time this guy came in to fix our coffee machine at work and he went out to get his tools. The car was gone. He's like, where's my car? I was like, what? Well, I was like, I saw a car getting towed. He's like, yep, that was me. <laughs> but okay, can you actually imagine that? Like, if I, like, I've left my office in my car, it was when I got fine. If I walked out and it wasn't there, I'd be like, that's it. It's gone. It's yep. stolen. Yep. I'm fucked. Some some bogans driving off in my car, like fanging <laughs> at 180 down Port Road. Oh, yep. Because that's... do they do they leave notes, or do you just have to assume it's? Yeah, like... like yeah, you call. I'm pretty sure, and you just find out because I I never see yeah. that's scummy. Do they? Up... Well, I know they can't put a piece of paper anywhere because they've taken your car, but like, can they not like put I don't know like a sign or something? Like, I yeah. don't know. Just fucking gone with the wind. Because what if someone then goes and calls the police? Like, can you imagine if my car had been towed from the front of yours? Yeah. First thing I'm going to go is, right, my car's been stolen. Yeah. Not that maybe it was towed because I parked like a dickhead. Mm. I'd call the police. But I think, like, people in Melbourne know that that would be True. the first. See, in Melbourne, it's probably a thing. Here, I would go and call the cops. Mm. Yeah. Which is exactly why, and this is actually a nice transition to the next topic. We're talking about, um, we're talking about parking the city. I bought a house recently, and I'm, thank God I didn't buy an apartment in the city. Yep. Because I feel like even though I would obviously have had my own spot, I would have been the top. Like, oh, I'll park on the street tonight. I can't be bothered. And I would have paid that much in fines. I would have bought a new goddamn house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for those that don't know, which is pretty much probably everyone listening, I bought an apartment recently. And I've, I looked at many apartments and things before buying this one. The reason I frothed over this one is it's obviously it's, a, it's in a suburb, which means I don't have to deal with city parking, which 100%. is good. Mm-hmm. The other thing as well is, so I've got lot, I've got good street car parking, but also the apartment complex has guest car parking underground, which means if someone wants to like stay the weekend or whatever, they actually have a spot to park their car. Mm-hmm. So it means that if people want to come visit me, not only do they have plenty of street car parking, they won't have the scumbags <laughs> in the council finding Fucking them. Adelaide City Council! Oh, <laughs> but also they can park the car underground. Which is a perk, which obviously. is which is obviously a big perk mm-hmm. because I guess if you yeah, you know, if, but even if the street parking was full for other people, people can still park in your exactly. building. Exactly. You know, I've often wondered. I think I think everyone's wondered this at some point. What has to go wrong in someone's life? What trauma do you have to go through <laughs> to want to be a parking inspector? <laughs> like, were uh, you beat as a child? <laughs> were you bullied in school? Like, you are signing up to be the most hated person in the country. Literally. Like you are voluntarily going like applying have, for this job yeah, to be to a hated motherfucker. Yeah. I have never driven past one of them like being soaked in the rain and be like, oh, you know what? Oh, I feel bad for them. Like, fuck you, can't. No, you deserve this. When I've seen them, like, just I, I don't get this desire often, but just the desire to just just a quick spit, <laughs> just a little t- just, just on their face. They're the only people in society, and there's some pricks in society. The only the only cunts in society I'd actually spit on. <laughs> <laughs> and there are pedophiles and murderers. No, there's pedophiles and murderers and everything. But I'm like, <laughs> you, you above all the the, ra- the sweaty rapists and things on trains or whatever it is they catch, you, you, they just deserve to be spat on. 100%. I don't think spitting but is see, a good idea a during COVID. <laughs> true. I'm not being very COVID safe by doing that, but also fuck them. <laughs> I have COVID. No, you have now COVID. Now you have COVID. <laughs> But see, here's the thing, a tra- like a ticket inspector on a train, 
Yeah, that can be that can be dicks. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, you know what? More you generally you're more than likely to catch the actual pricks you haven't bought the train ticket than you are someone who's made a mistake or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And now I've seen train train ticket inspectors. They can be nice. Not just that it doesn't mean they are. They can be. Yeah, yeah. But a park inspector, I've never ever seen one that's gone. I'll give you an extra 10 minutes. Hell no. They've always gone, no, as I learned, no, you've been in the spot for five, not even 10 minutes, fuck you, $70. <laughs> like, I, I've often wondered, because I've heard a lot of people say, oh, cops get, you know, cops have to meet quotas and shit, which I is not true from what I understand. Uh, it's a conspiracy, thank it's you very conspir- much. Okay, you'll think it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I'm under the impression it's not true, but that's to be confirmed. <laughs> but... Surely, ticket inspe- um, parking inspectors actually have quotas. I genuinely think so, and right, I think that's why they're like on the spot. Yeah, they're like they're cars. waiting. They're yeah. like sitting there, like salivating at the mouth, <laughs> like, which is ironic because that's what I want. I want to spit on them, and they're sitting there just foaming. But then I also sit there and think, can you imagine if these people made commission? Oh my fuck! That would explain why they're sitting there, like cracking a fat <laughs> at. The- they're actually like getting a solid hard on at the idea of ticketing <laughs> me because I'm a dickhead and I think I can get away with it. They honestly would be the richest people in the fucking country. They really would. You know what? At that point, I'd see why you'd want to become one. But if you're not being commissioned for it, fuck you. And also you're a sad cunt. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm calling out all part. If you're a parking inspector, if you're a parking inspector, you're not listening to this podcast. I, I'm but not going to be friends with any of these motherfuckers. No. If you are thinking of becoming one of them and still being friends with either of us, fuck you. I'll actually cut you out. I'll, I'll... I don't care if you're a sibling, but fuck you. Yeah. I don't block people on social media because I, I don't care, but I'll, I'll, I'll block a motherfucker. That goes to our access too. Hang on. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. We'll I thought it's appropriate. We'll get, we'll get, that is going to be a transition coming up. But like, I, I wouldn't, but if seriously, if one of my, one of my mates came to me and said, yeah, I've, I've, I've got a job in the council. I'd be sitting there going, mm, where? Doing what, and they sir? Said, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know, like a public service officer. Uh, I don't know. And then, like, if they were trying to say to me, basically, that they were a chicken inspector, I'd be like, you can actually fuck off out of my life. I will never see you again. I'll never see you again. <laughs> we will never cross paths <laughs> ever again. And I wouldn't care. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> but look, now we're, we're getting to the topic. Let's... Well, I want to talk about this this whole past relationships and dating thing. So, okay, juicy things. Let's go. I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go. This is obviously not scripted, so this is going to be interesting. So, as like you know, I've only had two relationships Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. Both have been a fucking joke. (laughs) I said it. I said it. They've they've been a joke. They've been pathetic. I won't go too much into it, but they've been a joke. Mm -hmm. So, my last one ended at the end of last year. Around this time last year. And for a long time, I was like, nah, I just, I just want to stay out the scene. I'm done. Like, I'll just do, I'll just focus on my job and all that shit. Like most people, a lot of people do. Yeah. And honestly, for a long time this year, I'm like, I've been out of the game too long. I don't know what I'm doing. Hmm. How do I talk to a woman? Like, I was, <laughs> I was genuinely clueless. And it's only probably this, like, I would probably say like the second half of this year that I've really gotten back into the scene. And I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I really don't. Mm. And I'm like, do I, like, how, I'm, I'm, I sit here now, and I've, I've known, I've had many rants to you about this before, like, off off mic, where I've gone, what do I need to do to actually, like, successfully achieve a relationship? Because I see some dickheads out there, that I'm like, how the fuck do you cop a girl? Seriously. Mm. Do, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I really don't get it. 
But you know what? It goes both ways as well. Hmm. Like even with yeah, from a girl's perspective, what? Are, how? How do you sort of react? Obviously, you're in a relationship, but when when you see like a a girl that's maybe what this you might have thought this morning when you're single, when you've seen a girl that's like clearly not fit for a relationship, they've got no clue what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Or they don't deserve to be in one, which I guess is subjective. How, how have you sort of responded in your mind? Honestly, most of the time I'd feel bad for the guy. And I think, <laughs> no, I yeah. think because sometimes like I would know the girl and I'd know who yeah, they really true. are. And what used to piss me off with some people is they'll pretend to be someone else when you know who they really are in person. Yeah, that's true. Like when people, the whole thing with, oh, like I'm not going to change my relationship. I'm going to be myself. I don't think that's always true with some people. I'm not saying this is always the case. Um, I, honestly, yeah, I would feel bad for the guy because I know some fucking psychotic bitches mm. that are normal in front of their boyfriends and, like, his family and his friends and whatnot. But, like, bitch, I know how... <laughs> like, I know you. I know what you've fucking done in the past. Like, mm. this man would... This poor man would not be with you otherwise. But, and that's what I... Admittedly, that's what I've seen too is... And for, this goes for both guys and girls. I'm not picking on one or the other. I, I don't know, maybe because I maybe because I see it more because I've perhaps dealt with it a bit myself. I, I now notice like toxicity and, and just poor relationship etiquette and it's really like obvious to me and I can't tune it out. Mm. And not like I get the feeling sometimes like I should do I you know, if, if I was in that same position, like I can call if I see it I, in my mind, I'm calling out like I notice it. Yeah. But clearly I'm not good at. Perhaps always noticing it when I'm in a relationship. <laughs> and I, I don't want to get too far into specifics, but there's been plenty of times where I go, if I, ha- if I had seen myself in a relationship from like a third person point of view, I'd have been like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? But when I'm in one, yeah, I'm, I, maybe now I would, because again, I, now I really can't switch off. But back then I was genuinely like, nah, nah, this is normal. But isn't, what's the saying? Like love makes you blind. I don't think like that term is because you're blind to like, the world around you. I think you're blind to these person, like yeah. this person. You wants to see the positive so hard. Exactly. Like you just overlook, maybe subconsciously, yeah. you overlook their toxicity or like their red flags. Yeah. Because I've been there and I've been like, you know what? No, like this is, it's going to pass or I couldn't change him. Oh my fucking, I can't believe that I used to think that, no, like I could change this person. Yeah. When in reality. You're like full psychologist. Like, yeah, like a couple of sessions and I'll fix him up. But that, oh, uh, <laughs> Let me. Oh, this is gonna be so bad. I hope no. I don't know who's listening. Go on. I used to say, <laughs> "Pussy can fix anything." <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, in your professional, we'll say professional opinion, can I? No, unfortunately. If anything, okay. I think that makes it worse for at least mm. one party because um, I think sex makes people more attached. Some people, some people may not I'm agree laugh, with me. I'm laughing now. But yeah. Uh, some people may not agree with me, or they just see sex as, as is. Just it's just sex. But I honestly think a lot of people, like you, may agree. Or no, no. I, I, the reason I agree is because I, I'm. I swear I've heard this before. Maybe I'm just dreaming this, but I've, I swear I've heard before that there is like a genuine something like goes on in your head when mm. you, when you sleep with someone. Mm. That there is like you you, you do find yourself more physically romantically attached to that person yeah even if even if it is only sort of one one-sided like a one-way street like mm. you there is that like the biological thing of your brain now sees them sort of more romantically and sort of in higher esteem yeah um 
Yeah, uh, from what I know uh, and experience, uh, vaginas don't fix anything, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> there is no pussy power. Pussy power. That is bullshit. People, the way that they are, unfortunately, and if they want to change, they will, but that's not, that's that's not your there. job. It's True. no one's job to change people. True. That ex- yeah. <laughs> like, as if I haven't dealt with that this year. Do we, should we go into that? If you'd like We've to, We've come please. this far. I won't, I won't go to, to the full length, but... Okay. Story so, time! This is this is how I knew that I was back in the scene. I was back a bit more back in the dating scene, but I still didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. So I'm not going to get too specific because I don't want to. I don't want to like identify anyone here. Mm-hmm. So earlier this year, when I was this is when I was looking for my house. This is probably oh shit, like April May ish, before I found the one I ended up buying. I was at a house inspection. Mm-hmm. Should I drop the suburb? But I guess it, I guess it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I, I didn't buy that. It was yeah. I was, so I was looking at some apartments in Bowden. Right, and I think the the inspection was at like one like one one thirty because I'm an idiot. I rock up at like twelve forty, and I'm standing at this apartment looking like an absolute like shyster. I'm sitting there like scanning the street. Like, I look like a fu- look like a fucking mafia boss, just like scouting the street. When in reality, I'm just a dickhead who showed up twenty minutes early. Sitting yeah. there, I'm like, like I'm a mafia boss who's also sitting there awkwardly on his phone. Oh, <laughs> so I got there early. Anyway. Gen Z things. <laughs> Literally Gen Z things. I'm sitting there at the front of this apartment waiting for the... Because, of course, you would think that the um, real estate agent might be it early. No, they're actually smart and they're actually showing up at the time they've posted. <laughs> I'm the dickhead who showed up 20 minutes early thinking, oh, they might be here. <laughs> anyway, I'm waiting. And I see three people in the distance walking towards me. I'm like, they're either just walking down the street or they're here for the inspection. Anyway, they come up and they stand out the front of the apartment. I'm like, right, they're here for the inspection. And I'm looking at them. Clearly, as I learned, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god, I can't, can't even explain this. But fuck it, we've come this far. I, it's clearly what, I, as I learned, was a mother and her two daughters. I'm looking at one of the daughters, and I'm like, God damn! <laughs> like my type. If you're a short Italian girl, he's talking about you. <laughs> That's Anthony's no, type, we, we've ladies. We've gone to just short ethnic girls. We're changing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But okay, yes, okay. as I learned, she was short, and as I learned, Italian. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right, all the boxes are being ticked so far. Correct. Which are only two in your case, but Which are only two, but that's all right. It's 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 more more than enough of a start. So we get I get taught I sort of start the small talk and I'm like, I've, yeah, I'm starting small talk with all of them, but I've obviously got one in mind, this particular girl. And oh, are you guys here for the the apartment? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, and I've you know, I've been looking at this one for a while, I hope it's good, everything. Anyway, um real estate agent shows up, lets us up. And there was a part of me that's going, yeah, this apartment's sick and all, but fuck that. I just want to talk to this girl. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't give a shit about the apartment at this point. I just want to talk to this girl. So I'm sitting there talking to the real estate agent, just sort of shooting the breeze, but then very quickly trying to get back onto like, right, how can I like engage in conversation? Mm-hmm. Right? I, I felt I felt like I was being a bit full on, but I'm like, no, like I just, I, I know when I want something and the, it, there was like, it's like the Thanos snap. I was like, yep. this, <laughs> this. And... So anyway, like I got to a point where like after I'd sat there talking to the real estate agent, I ended up just walking around the apartment, sort of half pretending that I'm I'm really still interested. I'd sort of stopped caring. This apartment was really pushing out of my price range. It was tenanted until like March next year, so I'm like, even if I buy it, I'm not gonna get to like enjoy it until next year. Anyway. Yeah. Then the real estate agent goes, Oh, we've got the communal section. The, the well, there's probably a better word for it, but like the sort of like outside area yeah, yeah. with like sun chairs and shit like that. Mm. Do you, want, you guys, I've got to start up here, but you know, go, go and have a look at it. 
I'm sitting there going, oh, please tell me they're going to come with. And then they're all like, oh, yeah, let's all go together. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Progress, baby. Progress. So I go down there and I'm like, right, time to like really start chatting. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like sort of, honestly, I, I don't, like usually when it comes to dating like and trying to like talk to girls, yeah, I'll be the first to start. I'm really not the greatest. It can be a bit awkward. Mm-hmm. Something came over me that day. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, I'm talking to like the, this girl heaps. I'm trying to anyway, and then like I'm trying to have a bit of a conversation with the mum. Not that I'm hitting on the mum or anything, but I was like, you know, just like you're being friendly. I'm getting fucking getting good with the mum. Like it would help, you know, all that kind of shit. I find out they're Italian. The mum starts dropping some Italian. I'm like, oh, I can answer back. <laughs> We're in, boys. We're in. And so I'm sitting there going, oh, like this is going well. This is going well. Then and anyway, we sort of we look at it enough. And we're all leaving, and I thought I'm like, oh, this is going to be it. And then they drop the line. Oh yeah, we're just going to go and look. There's an apart another inspection. We're going to go to around the corner. Now, I'm again. I'm not really the confident type. I cannot believe. I remember afterwards. I'm like, I cannot believe that these words came out of my mouth. I actually sat there, even though like it was clearly like the, the interaction was done. Mm. And I actually said to like this family, Billy, because I wanted to talk, keep talking to this girl. I'm like, oh, do you mind? Do you guys mind if I tag along with you guys? And they're like, and at the time, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, can I come along? I'm sitting there going, Anthony, settle down. <laughs> Where did all this who are, Yeah. <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> Any other time, you'd have been, like, bitched at hard. <laughs> and now I'm getting all this confidence, like, oh, yeah, can I tag along? <laughs> and so they're, like, they probably, they look, they very well could have just said yes out of, like, a bit of awkwardness, like, oh, we can't really turn them down. And, yeah. and if that was the case, I, I'm sorry, but it, <laughs> I still say now it was worth it. Yeah. So we go to this next apartment. The apartment's dog shit. Yeah. And I was not there for the apartment, clearly. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was just more of a chance to just keep talking to this girl. We're, like, looking through the fucking... We're looking in the bathroom, looking in the cupboards, just, like, judging them on what, what the tenants got in the, in the <laughs> thing. Like, these pills or whatever they've got. Like, I'm probably illegal to say that. Fuck it. This was... This was sue me. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And then, and then after that, like, like we got talking a bit more, like, through, throughout that apartment again. I clearly was not interested in the apartment. And then the whole interaction ends. Oh, you know, nice to meet you guys. Good luck with the with the house and everything. And I, and I remember getting in the car, going, "Oh my god!" Like, I again, like, I'm I can be very picky with, as you know, I can be very picky with mm-hmm. who I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. But this one, I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. There's just there's something here that's got to be investigated. Mm. Now, the benefit to all this is. When we had to give our name to the first real estate agent, she had a very distinctive name. I'm not going to drop it, but as you know, she had a very distinctive name. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to you, I remember I, I saw you that night. I mean, this was a Saturday. I saw you the Saturday night and I told you this whole story. And I'm like, I found her on Facebook. Yep. Ordinarily, I would have I've been too much of a pussy to add her. But I'm like, I'm like please, please tell me <laughs> that it wouldn't be weird to add her. And, and I said, no. I remember you saying like, maybe wait a day or two. I think I waited till like the Monday. And I added her and I was like, you know what? I am going to like start with a small talk. I'm going to just get straight to it. Look, can I take you out for a coffee? Mm-hmm. And she said, yes. So I'm sitting there going, she has every reason to say no. Some random schmuck that just showed up for house inspection <laughs> and half stalked you to the, to the second house. Yeah. I'm like, she has every reason to say no. She said yes. Mm-hmm. And look, at that time, as I've said to you, there's no harm in trying. You've, yeah. you've met someone like organically, things happen. She could have said no. And, and I, like, I didn't know that. this girl from a bar of soap. Yeah. I was probably I would have probably never seen her again if she had said no. Exactly. And that would have been fine. So I think that, exactly. I think that's probably the like ordinarily whenever like 
you know, if I've ever been interested in someone, usually it's it's a friend of a friend. I've been set up in some way, so like, it's going to be awkward if somehow it goes a bit wrong. Yeah. This there was I wasn't I wasn't set up in any way. I was I did this all on my own. No mutual know, friends. No or... mutual friends. I don't know this person from a bar of soap at this point. If they say no, I have nothing to like. Nothing's lost. Yeah. Um. Now I, I won't go into the second part of the story because then it gets a bit weird. But it obviously didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I also sat there and thought like. Again, like, maybe I'm getting back into the scene. Doesn't necessarily mean I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just going on a wing and a prayer here. Yeah. Let's be honest. Mm. Because I definitely didn't go into that with, like, very calculated. It was just, let's just hope this shit works. Yeah. It and did that's for a time best, and then it didn't. And that's the best you could ask for yeah. with anyone, no matter what it is. Like, where you've met or who the person is, that's honestly the best you could hope for. It's yeah. a gamble. But, and I've, I know we've talked about this heaps. It's like, where else do you meet people these days? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, like, obviously I'm not a high school student. I'm not at uni anymore. In my job, like, I haven't really found, and I've said this before, I'm a teacher. In my job, I haven't really found really any, like, people my age that, like, I could, and even then, seeing someone within your job is always going to be a bit weird. But even if it wasn't, even if we take that out of the equation, like, I've never actually found someone, like, yeah, they're, they're interesting, maybe. Yeah. So I'm sitting there now going, like, where do you meet people? Mm-hmm. I hate the idea of Tinder. I really do, even though I've had it briefly. I've had it briefly like six times. Every time I fucking hated it and just deleted it because I don't think it works. I no one swipes right. No one stri- actually starts a conversation. It's just shit. Mm. Um, I, 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 I'm like sitting there going like I don't know where to meet people. Yeah, it's weird. I like because I've I've been out. I've removed myself from the dating scene for ages, mm. and this particular one from earlier this year just just, just didn't work out. That's cool. I'm just thinking, oh, wait, what do I do now? Do I go to more house inspections? <laughs> I've already bought one. I'm just, show, I'm just going there, just scoping out, <laughs> scoping out a, a, a girl, potential partner. Yeah, and just hoping that it all works out. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. It is weird because, as you've said, like you haven't had any luck with Tinder and like, um, like online dating or whatever it is. But it is hard, I guess. And as you've said, like, you've been set up before. It kind of didn't work out. Not kind of, it didn't it work really, out. <laughs> it really didn't fucking work out. But I feel like, and this is the optimistic side of me going, like, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. Like, and as know, much as cringe as that, I swear that's a song lyric, as cringe as that sounds, I, I think now, years ago, if someone had told me that, I'd be like, yeah, bullshit. Like, I'm just, uh, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to be a fucking bachelor for the rest of my life. Yeah. Now I'm a lot more like, I, I, I'm assuming that will happen. Yeah. Like, we've had a weird motherfucking teacher in school, and every time I'd look at him out, I always think to myself, how the fuck do you have a wedding ring on you? Like, who married you mm. voluntarily? Every, I think everyone would probably have that teacher. I know we had more than a few, mm-hmm. but everyone's probably got that teacher in school that you go, if you can find, like, a wife or a husband, there's hope, there's, for, me. There's hope for the rest of us. Yep. Yep. And that's literally, like, the best you could ask for. If these weird cunts found people... <laughs> No, but even, like, and, I, and again, I'm not going to name drop anyone, but even people we went to school with, there, there, there's, there's the odd person I'm like, if you can find love, again, I think there's hope for the rest of us. Yep. I hope. Especially like some idiots, man. But you know what? Like, everyone deserves someone, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's In their own that. weird way, I guess, everyone has their someone. Exactly. So, look, it'll happen, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I think... And look, honestly, I wonder whether, like, future episodes of this podcast maybe just might be me bitching about, like, <laughs> dates that have gone wrong 
or whatever. Oh my god, that would be fucking great. Oh, I've got stories for you, boy. Do you want to drop one now? Go on, let's hit it. Wait, okay. We, I've dropped my. I've, right. dro- I've dropped a story. Story time. So I moved to Melbourne, as you know, for a while, yeah. and I wasn't in the mood to meet people or whatever. And then someone was like, you know what? Like, just get Tinder or whatever it is at the mm. time, and just see how. It doesn't have to be like a a date or a potential partner. It could be literally for like you meet someone. It could be a friendly yeah. thing. Anyway, so I downloaded it, and that night I was meant to go out with someone else, like a, a friend to I think a bar or something. It was at the time, mm-hmm. or like a new. Oh, it was a secret one of those secret bars. You gotta like, know someone who knows someone. Yeah. Exactly, and like we found other information. Like, hey, we're gonna go, and then it, the friend fell out, and we end up going. So I was like talking to this guy on Tinder. I was like, you know, fucking what? I'm almost dressed. I'm not working tomorrow. Let's let let's yeah. meet up, whatever. First of fucking all, this motherfucker put the wrong height on his fucking bio. Oh, he Look, catfished. I, okay, I'm I'm five five. Like, and I know that I'm not yeah. very tall. I'm not very short either. When I meant it, when when I went to see this motherfucker, he was shorter than me. Like, can we just fucking start with? I'm. I have nothing against fucking short men. This is not what I'm dissing. Like Angus is fucking short. (laughs) (laughs) The love of my life is literally half an inch fucking taller than me. (laughs) That is not exaggeration. I don't wear heels around him because I feel bad for him. Anyways, that was the first thing. The second bit was he was very pushy towards me wanting to drink. Like he kept pushing me to drink, and I was like, I'm good, thank you. Like I don't want to, whatever. And he was like, I'll buy them. I was like, bro, like it's fine. It's like I'll a Smurf it. that's gonna rehypnotize. <laughs> <laughs> this, this little fucking what are they called from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, the Oompa Loompas. The Oompa Loompas. <laughs> little Oompa Loompa is trying to like slip a roofie in your fucking yep, drink. Yep. And the reason right. why I said like yes, like and I suggested going out with this guy was because he seemed interesting over messaging or whatever. Like yeah. we talk about Brooklyn Nine Nine and music and whatever. I was like, you know what? Yeah, like this could be a. This motherfucker was awkward in person. And me, like, refusing to sit in silence and making shit awkward, I was pretty much just talking to myself. Like, I was just going on talking. This is not the fucking worst part. Anyways, I started getting, I was like, oh, you know what? He didn't know I wasn't working the next day. I was like, oh. Can I ask just quickly, do you handle awkward well? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Just because, like, I hate being in that situation, so I, I try to make conversations somehow just to keep things going. Okay, see, I can't. I try to fix it, but I feel like I probably just make it worse. No, okay, I'm, very, so maybe, I'm very talkative. Okay. Like, I can find... So you can you can save awkward perhaps better than most people can. I think so. Okay. Yeah, because I've been around, like, people that are, would not fucking speak or... Yeah, just been in situations yeah. where I've learned oh, to kind okay. of deal with so them. So this is going towards a train wreck, but you're saying it gets worse. Mm-hmm. So oh, we, we end up going to a different bar, and I'm just like, you know what, maybe this will be a better idea wasn't working. I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking head home. So we're walking towards the tram because I used to yeah. catch the tram to the house. And he kept saying, I live down this way. Like, you should come over. And oh. I was like, uh-uh. How about I told you the story? So it was a Smurf that wants to hypnol you and sleep. Oh. And he was like, he would try to turn towards the street where he is. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I need to get home. He was like, but I'm just down this building. Like, let's go. I was like, yeah. like I genuinely need to fucking go now. Like, yeah. stop pressuring me to do things. Oh, my fucking. Oh, Anthony. <laughs> Like, I want to erase this fucking thing out of my memory. We get to the tram, and he's waiting for the tram with me. I was like, bro, just fucking go. So, like, we're talking, and me, mid-sentence, he gets on his tippy toes and tries to kiss me. (gasps) Oh, no! Oh, Oh, my God! Wallah, he had to be on his toes to come up and kiss me. Anthony, I am not a tall person. Let me emphasize, I am not a fucking tall person. 
and I literally put my hands like I'm cring if I'm cringing, I can't imagine the tram ride home. That's not the worst part. <laughs> it gets worse. So the tram where we're standing, there was like right in front of it, a bar where there were two people yeah. sitting, like looking at us. And I the fucking man yells out, ha, he's not getting some. Oh, you ruined his ego. His little man ego. You actually, like, as if the dude probably doesn't have small man syndrome enough. Like, that man, after I put my hands out, said, excuse me, sir, and we're not, no, thank you. I'm oh, um, no. literally fucking talking. This man yells at I was like, yeah, this, this will be the end. He just goes, have a good night, thank you, and he just walks off. Oh, dude. I wanted to fucking die. That tramp could not fucking come fast enough. Yeah. Right, so we've got Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Who want, wanted to give you a roofie, then wanted to try and take you home. Yep. Well, uh, on my little brother's life, I think he put something in one of my drinks. Bullshit. Be- well, uh, because really? I didn't drink that night, but I was drowsy on the tram. And I got no. home and I passed the wallet on my life. I now feel life. bad joking. I'm just going to take No, no, I'm piss. not kidding. I messaged Nitty. She'll probably yeah. be listening. And I was like, um, I didn't wake up right, bro. Like, I passed out in bed and I wasn't tired. I, I'm not drinking. Something was something was wrong. Wallah, wallah, something nah. was wrong. See, I haven't... See, admit, like, usually when we tell stories on this pod, generally, like, we've heard them before. I haven't heard this one. I don't think you've ever told me. Yeah. Shameful moment. Not too... Yeah. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. So, that was one. There's, there's a few couple. I've had an awkward date. Probably not, like, quite that bad. I've had an awkward date. Hit me. Okay. So... This was, oh shit, when was this? I reckon this was end of year 12. Okay. Right? So I'll get, I'll get a bit of, be a bit of a setup. And this part might go for a while, but this is worth it. So, and if there's anyone, because I'm going to share, I always share these on my Instagram. If anyone who's listening, you probably know who, you might know who I'm talking about. or might know around when this happened. Um, we, so it was like, the, oh, this was like, an, it was an Italian excursion. Okay. Where this whole story started. Mm. We were going to the Italian film festival in the, what's it called? Palace Nova Cinemas? Yeah. It was the year 11 and 12 class, mm. right? And I'm sitting, like, I, we end up in the cinema. I'm sitting down. I sit next to this girl from the level below me, right? Now, I had, I'd known of her. I didn't really think much of her. Mm. Well, yeah, she's all right looking. Just like, it's whatever. Whatever. Nothing was going through my mind at the time. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie. She is like rubbing shoulders with me. Oh this my isn't, god! This isn't the date. The, the I date, have not heard the story. You haven't. I have not. Okay, we're sharing stories tonight. There we okay. go. So the actual date's coming out. This is this isn't even the date yet. Okay. This is not the awkward part. This is like, at the time I was buzzing. Later <laughs> on, I went to shit. She's like rubbing shoulders against me, like for half the movie. And we're like, she's trying. She's talking to me, but like, and I knew when she was talking to me, like it was. She was clearly something a bit more than just like just an innocent chat. Yeah. yeah. Like it was just. I'm not, I don't, if I describe it, it's going to sound really cringe, but you just know. Oh, I hope right? And I'm sort of at that point going like, oh, okay, oh, god damn, like, <laughs> shit, you want to throw a hint? Hell, hell yeah, I, 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 I'm catching what you're throwing at me. <laughs> and by the end of the movie, like, we have genuinely, like, like we are, like, all, not arm in arm, but, like, we are, like, very close to each other. And I'm turning to, like, my boy next to me because he was dropping me. I'm not going to say who it is. He's an <laughs> old friend of mine. I'll turn to my boy and I'm like to him, dude, like, I know you're dropping me home and all, but, like, no, I think I was getting picked up and I was like, I said to my friend, I was like, oh. can we work this out so like you stick around in the town for a while in case like I can go on a date with this girl and I'm like, well, I'll ask if I want, she wants to go out for coffee. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, cool, let's do that. So I'm like texting my parents like, nah, it's all right, my mate's going to drop me home, like don't stress. Yeah. 
obviously I wasn't explaining to them what was going on. And at the end of the film, I'm like, right, we're clearly comfortable with each other. We know exactly what the deal is here. Mm. Let me hit her with the... Do you want to, like, and, and there was... Admittedly, we a lot of us had, had knew we were going to go out afterwards for a coffee and shit. Like, yeah. it's a Friday night. We're in year 12. We're not going to go out partying. This, this crowd wasn't like that. We all knew we were going to go out and get a coffee. So I thought, it's not unrealistic to ask. So I, by the end of the film, I'm like, oh... Like, if, you, if you're not getting dropped home straight away, do you want to go for coffee? And she got really awkward. She's like, oh, um, 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 oh this girl's dropping me home. Like, no, nah, sorry. I was like, oh, okay. Like, you could have just said no, but yeah, all right, sure. Like, it's all good. Yeah. So I thought I'd kind of screwed up the opportunity. Mm. And I mean, so this was like the Friday. No, this this was a Friday. I think by Monday, I remember it was Monday. I was telling a few people about what happened. Like, oh, yeah, like, you probably, like, and I remember saying to, I think, oh, who was I telling? I don't remember. And I said to my, one of my friends, I'm like, oh, like, do you reckon I, I message her again and see if she wants to do it? And my friend was like, she was like, nah, nah, look, don't do it. She like, it's, it's probably done now. Mm. I swear to God, five minutes after that, this girl from the, from that night messaged me saying, oh, sorry to make, sorry if it was a bit awkward, but you know, I'm still down to catch up for coffee if you are. I'm like, yes. oh, <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So I screenshot that, said to my friend, I'm like, ah, oh, I think we're good anyway. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We Gucci. Anyway, so I'm I'm, I'm actually sort of semi keen for this. I'm like, oh okay, like, it's going all right. Yeah. We get to the date, right? Oh god. It's a, it's uh, it's it was at Westlake's. Mm. I think we had agreed to meet. Oh, what's the what's that Spanish cop? Oh, I should know this. The what? The, the franchise. The. Oh, salsa. Not no the the the. the, the uh, Oh shit! It's it's gonna kill me now. Oh, Centura. Centura. There you go. Yeah. Centura at Westlake. I don't know how I could forget that. We agreed to meet at Centura at, at a certain time. I get there, she's not there. So I walk into, I think it was Dick Smith at the time, just like sitting there trying to kill time. Like I'm looking out. There's Dick Smith was in front of Centura, so I'm like looking out, going, "Where is she? She's behind me with her mum." And they're like, and and they look into the store, going, "Oh, I can hear them going. Oh, he's walked in here. I'm like, oh, this has already started off. Oh my awkward. fucking god! Like, why are you with your mum? Like, what the fuck? Like, I, it's why? Anyway, so I walk out. I'm like, oh, oh, I was just wanted to see if you guys walk past. Oh, anyway, I'm like, say hi to the mum. I'm like, at this point, I was, that back in year twelve I was much more awkward than I am now. I'm, <laughs> I'm still fucking awkward. So anyway, we go sit down. And with then, the mum? No, no, not with the mum. Oh. The, the mum obviously, I think she went to go and do some shopping later on. Oh my God. From the moment we sat down, this girl said nothing. Oh my God. And it was similar to you. It was literally talking to myself. It's, it's, it's one of those conversations where it's like, I'm clearly inviting more discussion and you're replying with one word. Oh. Like, give me something. I was dying. <laughs> I think, so we sat, before we even got, even ordered a coffee, we sat down, we thought we'd just start off with a bit of a chat. It got awkward in like 90 seconds. Oh my I'm God. like, all right, we've run out of things. I'm like looking out the window. I'm like fidgeting. I think we had a coin in my pocket. I was like, I bought the, put the coin on the table, like fidgeting with the coin. Oh my fucking God. It, it, um, it, if you think, it's excruciating to listen to, oh, imagine being there. Oh, it was excruciating. So then I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, hey, let's go and order our coffee. And I think even at that point, I already knew. I'm like, nah, I'm not feeling this. I didn't pay. I didn't pay for hers. <laughs> I'm like, nah. You have. You start off like this. I'm like, I believe me. I'm a gentleman. I love paying for stuff. And you know, you know. I know, I, I know. Anyone who knows me knows I like to pay for shit. Yeah. I'd like to be like a, a bit old school like that. I wasn't paying for this coffee. I was like, nah. You can get fucked. 
You don't deserve this coffee after that performance. You don't deserve this for fucking dollars. And this was the first five minutes of the day, and I'm already deciding I'm not paying for your coffee. Oh Get my fucked. fucking god. So anyway, so I'm thinking, all right, man, we sat down, and like it got better, but that it was like polishing a turd. <laughs> That's so it, it was still it got better, but it was still dog shit. Again, I'm sitting there carrying this conversation like, love, I'm clearly bringing up shit for you to talk about. Like, give me something. <laughs> and it's just, like, nothing responses. Then it gets to the point, I'm like, all right, clearly sitting here awkwardly filling with my empty coffee cup isn't working. I said, let's go for a walk. Not that I was going to go into any shops and what made me do. I'm like, let's just go for a walk. It got worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Because now we walk. But again, being Westlakes, which is near where I, where I live, I was seeing people. And they didn't know, I had like the people that wouldn't have known that this date was happening. And I'm yeah. I'm sitting there like, sort of giving them like the, the awkward hello, but I'm also sitting there going, kill me. <laughs> Get me out of here. I'm fucking done. Oh Honestly, it, it, it ended with, I, we. she basically texted my mum saying like, oh yeah, my mum's about to leave. Like, I know the date was wrapping up at this point. I'm like, thank good, God. thank fuck. So I walked her to where like her mum was and I said another sort of goodbye to the mum and everything. And I'm sitting there going like, nah. Because we'd shit. been talking like over fate of a messenger or whatever for a little bit before this. Yeah. And I knew it was going to keep going afterwards. I'm like, oh, dude. Oh. But see, here's the thing. Like, I knew that she, I, clearly she was more interested than I was. Because I, like, I think one of her friends had Snapchatted me. I think, was it leading up to the date or just after the date? No, because I'm pretty sure the date happened in the school hall. I don't know. Just before, just after the day, I got. I remember getting a snap. I think I've got it screenshotted, honestly, because <laughs> it was it threw me at the time. Of like they'd written on. I think her friends were just being idiots and had written on her hand, like my on her arm, like my surname with a love heart, oh like my real, God. real look, real high school cringe yeah. shit. <laughs> but I remember sitting there going, "Okay, clearly she's talking about this with her friends. Like it's a whole thing to them." Yeah. But in conversation. It's like, to- honestly, talking to a chair would be more interesting. Oh like talking to the fucking posts on a table. <laughs> oh my God. But that's like, it's someone who's online, is talkative and whatever. Yeah. But when it comes They've obviously to got, it, I don't even know the right word. They've got like clout and like confidence when it comes to talking online. But in person, yeah. it's like talking to a doorknob. Yeah. Like talking to my laptop keyboard would be more interesting <laughs> than talking to this fucking human being. I mean, I like I if, having been on a few dates in my time. Like I, inter- I, I, I can rank a few by awkwardness. That that is like a bottom of the barrel awkwardness. Oh that is the worst. God. Seriously, I've never experienced anything more excruciating than that. And I benchmark every date I ever go on now. So, future girls, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. I benchmark every future date by that one. If it was, if it's as awkward, if not more than that, you're done. I'm not paying for your coffee. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm not paying for your coffee. Holy fucking shit. But, but like, okay, have you heard all that? Like, what what's, what's like, the female take on all that? Like, do you think that she was actually interested or is it she just socially awkward? Like, what what, what was the go? Look, uh, honestly, not, I reckon... I know you probably don't know who... I'll tell you after the pop, but you don't know who I'm talking about. So just blind opinion, what do you think? I genuinely think from, like, what I've heard from you is she is awkward around either new people or guys. But she's obviously so comfortable around her friends to talk about it and whatnot. And over social media, because I think you have your phone, there's a barrier. Like, they can't see your reaction. You get a message, you can get a time to, like, form an opinion and form a message and then respond. Yeah. But in person, there's, like, there's no pause. Like, you have to say something. 
if you get asked a question, whatever, like you can't ask your friends, what should I reply with? Or it's a number screenshot yeah. or anything. You don't have Which that Which like, I, now that you actually, it's, I have, I had not thought about now until you mentioned it. I get the feeling she might have been one of those ones. Yeah. Where her friends might have been, well, sometimes I wonder, because even the text got fucking asked, and I'll get to that in a sec. But definitely early on, I feel like some of the texts, I'm like, yeah, you've definitely got a bit of help. Yeah. But then it got, it was not long after that date where even the text became exactly the same as the date. Oh my I, I could, if I could probably go back and find them because my phone has synced my conversations from years ago where like I would respond like three or four sentences to try and bait a conversation and it would be like, yeah, ha ha ha. Oh my, my God. God. Oh, no, keep going. <laughs> what, what, give me something to ha ha about. But Jesus. I make you laugh, make me laugh, bitch. And it got to a point where, on, I, and I, I look, I, I, don't know, I, I was going to say I regret this, I really don't. I got to a point where the conversation got so shit, and I think she ends up one day, like, I had ignored her for a couple of hours, and she's like, oh, are you, are you still alive? Not sure why you're not replying. And I just snapped. I couldn't oh help her. I said, I knew that at this point, I'm like, right, this is clearly is not the girl I'm interested in. I'm, like, I'm done. And I just snapped. I was saying some shit like, look, I'm done with the conversation. Like, you can't, like, I'm getting fuck all from you. (laughs) (laughs) Look, call me an asshole. Maybe I am, but I couldn't handle it. I can't do awkward. I tried to save it, but I couldn't fucking do it. And I just snapped. And I added some shit like, oh, I've got stuff going on at home. I didn't. (laughs) I just couldn't do it. But it's interesting. Because you were saying before how, like, you know, obviously this dude that you were with talked up his height. But I'm convinced girls do that too. Because she made, initially, she made herself sound way more interesting. Yeah. And in fact, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. One of my exes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's rank them by the oldest or the newest. Okay, most from last year. Okay, yes. <laughs> oh, I've got, I've, I'm worried about who might listen to this. One of my exes. When we, I think we were, I think we we're official by this point. I think. Really. Oh <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so dead. I'm so. I'm gonna get so screwed for this, and it's kind of making. If you me get really... a DM, it's not my fucking fault. No, no, no. Oh, I'll own this. I don't give a fuck. She tried. She tried to really talk herself up like she was a real like porn star in the bedroom. <laughs> now. I'm gonna be out. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come out here now and say neither am I. But I also don't claim that I am. Yep, yep. This girl was no fucking porn star in the bedroom. <laughs> Let. <laughs> um, oh, oh god. I'm t- I'm calling it out. I'm gonna get in so much trouble for this. It's kind of making me a bit aroused. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be so good. Yes. I'm loving this. But she, but again, she talked up her game, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh God damn! This is about to be the best fucking sex of my life." <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there going, "I'm about to have my mind literally blown." Yep. <laughs> it was nothing. You're about to, to have me. your head blown. The, my head, my head blown. <laughs> the, both heads. And I'm me. sitting there going, "Like, nah." <laughs> this ain't in love. <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh. I waste a bunch of condoms. <laughs> Condoms that could have been preventing they, some they, they, they questionable childbirth. Waste of good latex. <laughs> I'm so sorry to the manufacturer that I used. I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it was bad. Oh, I'm so sorry. But this, that's why I'm convinced that 
I don't see dating as having necessarily specific like gendered problems because I feel like both do the oh, same 100%. shit yeah. in different ways. Yeah. Men will obviously bullshit about their height and probably how they perform. Yeah. Girls, I, I, I can't imagine a situation where a girl would lie about their height, but I can definitely see a situation where a girl, clearly, as I learned, <laughs> would bullshit about their performance. Mm-hmm. And then they're sitting there like a fucking stun mullet, like, like, de- like a fish. Just like a starfish, like, like a starfish, just take me. <laughs> Do me cut. <laughs> oh, we're going to hell. Ted Bundy up in this bitch. <laughs> you walk out of there questioning if you're lucky enough to feel it or not. Left me, they just left me questioning so much about me as a human being. Am I necrophilic? No. <laughs> Is this what's happening today? Are you a human or are you a cop? Do you have a soul left? Do I change my legal name to Dead Bundy now? <laughs> but again, I, I, I say all this and I don't claim to be a fucking animal in, in the bedroom by any means. But again, I'm not claiming that. I would not talk myself up to the level that this individual did. Oh my god. And then sit there like like a starfish. <laughs> like paint me like one of your French girls. And just oh it was it was awful. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, um you know I said we were sorry. Even the one previously who I saw like once a year <laughs> I'm I'm really getting I'm, I'm really going to some messed up shit now. Even the one previous I saw once a year. You saw her so rarely, we thought you had an imaginary girlfriend. <laughs> I, get, I, I get that. Are you guys still together? The people drop one of those ones. I'm like, yeah. You could have thought. I'm not really sure. At this I mean, point. I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame you for thinking that. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. I'm getting into so much trouble. <laughs> I regret nothing. I, d- I really don't regret a thing. I never edit these and I do not plan to edit no. any of this. Please, but I, I'm encouraging you not to edit this one. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Dare yes. I ask, have you ever had a situation like that where someone's talked themselves up in some way, perhaps in the sack, and they've really not come through? Not really, no. Okay. No, no. Right. Because that was never like a thing that was on my mind. Fair. So when it came down to it, I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Maybe I've made... Yeah, maybe that's just where... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Maybe it says more about me than you. I don't know. But it's all right. We, we're, we're through that now. We came out the other end. Yes. Like, just fine. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Still scarred, clearly. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> oh, God. I thought your short man story was going to get someone into trouble. Nah, oh nah, God. I'm done after this. But you know what? We're bad bitches and we're fine. Correct. We are bad we bitches really for fucking life. And that is the motto of this year. Oh, all right. Man. But, okay. all right, let, let's, let's take it away from this now before I get myself into some genuine trouble. I know that, and it's actually, especially when we talk about sex and stuff, we'll go, we'll, let's talk about these abortion laws. Because it's a shit transition, but we'll go but, there anyway. So... Uh, we've spoken about this a lot in terms of like our stance on abortion. Mm. And I'll sort of put it out there now. Once upon a time, when I was in uni, and I've, you know this, mm. once upon a time when I was in uni, I used, and I think, even though uni is obviously a, I would, and this is sort of generalizing, but I think this is a fair, pretty fair generalization. Uni is obviously very pro choice. I used to be very, I used to be really pro life. Mm. You should be like, no, nah, under no circumstances, maybe like, you know, rape and incest, but you know, honestly, like, no. 
Mm. I've since sort of had a bit more of an impartial opinion. Mm. And I know that the argument is, oh, but, you know, you're a guy, you know, your opinion doesn't matter. My argument is I can have an opinion, but also I'm not making law. Yeah. So I understand how much my opinion counts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm allowed to have one, but I know where I stand in it. Yeah. I'm like, I still don't necessarily agree with it, but I under- I, I understand why it's there. I, I think I get now why it's there and why people should have access to it. I hate the idea of when it gets like almost promoted. And I've yeah. said this to you before. That I think one of the things that turned me off of abortion years ago was, you know, I'd, when I'd watch like YouTube videos of like people at feminist or Trump rallies where you'd have women going like, yeah, I, I, I have bought all my fetuses and they were almost like, you know, that I get that it was their body, their choice, but it was this really like hedonistic look at it. And I'm like, yeah. no, I, I, how... This it was fun. more of like I'm proud to have gone through yeah. this rather than I'm bo- yeah. let me have the choice to do this. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm boasting about how many abortions I've got. I'm like, it's not necessarily a shameful thing, but I'm like, it's also hardly a brag. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm, there are probably people who would probably call me a dick for saying that. I just don't think it's much of a, it's not like a disgusting, shameful thing. It's really not a brag either. No, like, I'm with you. And I think also we've spoke about this before. For a while, um, I like my stand. So, a Middle Eastern community, mm. the Muslim community, and whatnot at the time, um, I tried to find like a balance between my religious and cultural beliefs, and then like my social beliefs and what should be allowed in society. Mm. Because I think uni, from my perspective, was it opened me to so much more. I was learning so much more about things that. I wasn't taught in school or True. like my community wasn't talking about because they're taboo and whatever it is when it really shouldn't be. This mm. is like, this is life. It's the human body. It's, there's no shame in talking about these things. So I always found, all right, like how do I justify killing a human? But at the same time, I need to say, or I need to make sure my stance is I'm with women who want to go through ahead mm. with this. So for, I'm not even kidding until maybe about 2020, 2019, so for like four or five good years, I was very conflicted on the idea. Mm. But as you've said, my opinion wasn't going to change anything. I'm not a lawmaker. Mm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not someone in the field. I'm not a protester. Like I'm not yeah. someone who was actively doing something to express my opinion. So from my perspective, I wasn't harming anyone. These were my internal thoughts that I'm not even kidding. I have not spoken to anyone about this. It was just something I'd hear in the media or a YouTube video. And I think back okay, what do I really feel? What do I think? And for a while there, yeah, very conflicted, had no idea. And then I was talking to someone who explained to me that in Islam, it is allowed because the Islamic perspective is that up until a certain point, that fetus doesn't have a soul. Okay. And it has a soul. Up at, I'm not sure if it's like a six month. I can't actually remember. There's the a certain date. There's a certain date. Yeah. Okay. That before that, it should be allowed, even Islamically, because wow. even this religion acknowledges the fact that shit happens. Yeah. Rape happens, incest happens. Some women don't want to have a fucking baby. Mistakes, Mistakes happen. Yeah. Exactly. So it was a lot easier for me to say, you know fucking what? Like, I shouldn't be conflicted anymore because I have my answer from my social and ethical perspectives, but they're no longer conflicted with my yeah. religious beliefs. So I was there to say, like, happy that I found a happy middle because... I couldn't say, all right, I'm a Muslim, so I'm against this all. Like, yeah. I'm a semi-feminist, so I'm for this. Yeah. So I'm on the exact borders you where I say, 
it should be there. It should be allowed. And people, if they want to access it, let them access it. But at the fucking same time, my issue with the whole Texas thing or with lawmakers at most places, it's men making these decisions. Yeah. It's men that So for a bit of context... Very basic context. Yeah. There's basically a whole bunch of really strict abortion laws now in Texas. Where I think yeah. it's, it's been temporarily banned for was it six weeks? Um, yeah. So no. Maybe it's, you know more about it than I do. So it's been passed that, that okay. it's a law in that state. It's a state law, so it's not a federal law. Which is the whole. Th- that's a whole fucking thing between the differences. I'm not sure about where their federal stand is, but when it comes to their state in state of Texas, mm. if a woman asks for an abortion after six weeks, it's actually a crime at this point. Right. But this... Okay, no, no, okay, that's where the six weeks come in. Mind. Yeah, right, right. so first of all, that's fucked up because they're setting a time limit. Very short time limit. Yeah. Second part is, these laws are being made by men for women yeah. and women's bodies and women's issues. The most fucked up part that came out of all of this is... If someone is assisting these women to get to abortion clinics or hospitals or whatever mm. it is, these people could be also charged with a crime. Yeah. Now, didn't you say that was like included like Uber, Uber drivers? drivers? Yes. So simply, so if you tell an Uber driver you're driving me to an abortion, well, no, you didn't have to tell them because they know your destination. Yeah. yeah. So if you book a trip with an Uber driver to yep. an abortion clinic, yep. then they accept the job. Yep. They've actually now committed a, a crime. <clears throat> and- I think even the more conservative me... Probably even couldn't agree with that. The, because like you're the being charged. Be, you're being charged for a crime that you did not commit. Yeah. You're being. Which also, is, what, if you, all, what, what if you're what if you being dropped the abortion clinic? Because I don't know. I don't know. You're meeting a friend there who was getting the abortion, or yeah. I don't know any other sort of like practical reason that you might need to be dropped at that car park because you're going to the business next door. I don't know. Like you can think yeah. of a million different things. Mm-hmm. What? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So I was watching a politician from the USA who was speaking mm-hmm. about this. And she said that these men who make these laws don't even understand like the biology of the woman's body. That sometimes you will miss your period because you stress your hormonal yeah. level. Like I miss my periods during exam time because I'm so fucking stressed that I genuinely think my body's like, we don't have to worry about this right now. Let's yeah. focus on other things. So my hormones are over the fucking place. My hair's falling out. <laughs> I get both spots and I miss my period because... That's how f- this shit works. Yeah. And six weeks is not a time where you're like, okay, you know fucking what? Maybe something's I, not right. Exactly. I might be pregnant or <clears throat> I might have just missed a period. So the fact that the time limit is so fucking short that it was not even considered to yeah. begin with. And that's the thing. And again, like you say, like there's lots of other more practical everyday reasons why people wouldn't catch this in six weeks. Yeah. And I think the more I've heard about stuff like this, again, it's further nudged me to the opinion of, again, I'm not thrilled at the idea, but it should be, it should be there. And I think perhaps what sounds like what made it easier for you is you found a place within your religion yeah. that did align to a degree with your own social views. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, that's been a bit harder for me as a Catholic because <clears throat> unless, I've not, unless I've not gotten the, the, the latest news... Clearly, Christianity as a whole really doesn't like the idea of abortion. Mm. You know, I, I, the idea is that once it's a, once the the, the, the the fetus is formed in some way, it's a life, mm. and that's where you know I consider myself mild to moderately religious. I have had to be a little bit at odds in f- f- arriving at that opinion. I have had to arrive at the fact that yeah, I'm perhaps going against what my religion might dictate, mm. but. Again, I feel like I'm also trying to... The reason I'm trying to be impartial is to kind of bring it back a bit is 
I'm not sitting there, you know, again, like I was saying in those YouTube videos, or like you were sort of saying before, yeah. I'm not sitting there being someone who's, you know, advocating for or being an activist in any particular way. I'm like, again, I, I still don't agree with the idea, yeah. but I get that shit happens, yeah. whether it's rape, incest, or a, a mistake that you know that you're not going to be able to genuinely raise this child. It's yeah. going to have a, a, a less than average life. Yeah. I can't go through with it. Yeah. And that was <laughs> the other thing with Texas is that they don't give a fuck how this pregnancy happened. You were saying that... Like, they genuinely... Like, the law is banning incest and rape. Past that time, you, you're you not allowed to. But then you were... Was it, I think I've heard this from, from like, uh, Facebook and Instagram. I think you were telling me the actual person getting the abortion gets a harsher sentence than the rapist. Yep. Again, even I think the more conservative me from, like, you know, three, four, five years ago, even then I still probably couldn't say I agree with that. Because I'm like, how does that work? You... You're charging the victim with a bigger crime than the actual perpetrator. Yeah. In what world? In what the person first who world caused country, this disaster, this issue in the first place, you're is getting uh, getting off with a sort of slap on the wrist compared to what the person yep. who's suffering now gets. And you know how fucking hard it is to prove rape charges in court. Hmm. But how easy it would be for them to prove that this person got a fucking abortion. Yeah. And there was also a bigger problem that came out of that is that women will resort to very dangerous methods. I know it's a bit of a stereotype pregnancy. of the whole coat hanger thing. I know but probably, if, if you have no choice, I, jokes aside, when you know that you're going to be charged with like a like a criminal offence for all intents and purposes, like murder, worse than murder, yeah, or around that. Shit, like, if, uh, are you are we, are we that surprised that people would go for the rule, like, you know, back alley methods? Yeah. And that's not, that again, that's, the, it's those things that have pushed me to be a lot more impartial in the matter than me being, admittedly, more like these people in Texas going, no, under no circumstances we're committing it. Now I'm like, no, we, we need to actually be a little bit more open-minded. And I think what also a lot of these men that made these laws don't consider is, you're not in these shoes. You're not in that position. Mm. You don't know how you'll fucking react when you're in this position. So for you to freaking make like this blank statement, these laws yeah. that will just apply to anyone without any consideration for their situation. There's no, and there's no, there's no like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? No like caveats or like exceptions. Yep. Yep. Yes, if it was a baby that was created out of rape or incest, um, you know, we might allow a longer term or they'll, you know, you'll be exempt from, from being criminalized. Yep. There's no consideration for like, you know, the, the nuances of this issue. Mm. It's, no, you're all criminals. You're all going to be charged the same. I don't know. I, I Again, I think that's why I perhaps had that change of heart is I can't, I couldn't sit there and let that slide. Yeah, no. The fact that there's no sort of, you know, avenues for people who have actually been forced down this option, not who may perhaps made a mistake. Yeah. And even then, and I know we've spoken about this before, we live in a society now where people are being raised with but everyone's got have gone through something, whether yeah. it's something you know, sort of a social issue or a genuine like parent-based trauma, whatever it might be. If you know, for whatever reason, that you're not going to be capable of raising a child, and again, even now, it's still sometimes hard for me to say this because again, I don't, I certainly don't romanticize or you know glamorize uh, like abortions. Mm. But again, if like if you if you've had that mistake, particularly if it's your first time having the mistake, mm. let's say, or even if it is the second time, but if, particularly if it's the first, if you know that you're in absolutely no position to raise a child financially, emotionally, mentally, whatever it might be, 
why put that child through that? And I get that then there's the other chance of, yeah, but give that kid a chance. And again, that's where arguably I'm still conflicted. But you're not giving the parent a chance. But also you're not giving that parent a chance because they also, you know, you could argue that as much as the child will live in, de- in decline, so would the parents. And that's, okay, that's the other thing that I've been reading about is that these lawmakers care about the fetus and that's it. Once yeah. it's born, there are no fucking consideration for its well-being, its life, yeah. support for the women. Mm-hmm. That's all they're fucking advocating. Not a newborn's life and future. It's their fucking like status in the womb. And that's it. Yeah. Like, okay, look, I might have a different... I'm not going to be saying I'm supporting fucking Texas in any way. Mm. But if they were saying, all right, we're going to ban abortions up until six weeks. But if that's the case, here are ways that you can get support. Yeah. These are hospitals and counsellors and psychologists we're going to perhaps invest more money in you know post i'm probably i've probably got the phrase like postnatal services exactly and you know it's like child support and all sorts of like daycare so the mother can work or finish her degree or fucking high school in some cases like if there's any kind of like okay you've had you've had to have the baby but here's how as a state we're going to look after you if we're going to make yeah no they advocate for a fetus and not a mother and a fucking newborn baby and that's the reality of it. That's not something to be debated. That's literally the facts. Yeah. But see, this, it's interesting that we can talk about this because and I've, I may have mentioned this on the pop before. I know you know this. I'm the furthest thing from a feminist. I see, And this is a whole other topic of... I see equal rights and feminism as two very separate things. Look, I'm, I'm with you because I thought, once again, it was throughout uni mm. that I thought of myself as a feminist. But then the more I looked into it, I, the more I saw that is, there are a lot of feminists that would go against my religious beliefs, mm. even though I'm freely practicing and believing in these things. Yeah, it's like, it, it's, and this is where I take issue with many different parts of feminism in many different ways. And I, I, and I like that we can have these sit-down conversations, we can agree on some things and disagree on some yeah. things. That you have some feminists who would look at you and, and actually be happy that, you know, you've got full agency over your religious beliefs, but then there would other there'd be other feminists that would actually see you as, oh, no, you're not one of us because you've been forced into this. Like, there's no... Yep. You ha- you couldn't possibly have agency to, to be a Muslim because mm-hmm. we see that as strictly patriarchal. And but isn't the whole point of feminism is that you have equality and freedom yeah. to your body, thoughts, opinions, and yeah. agency? So if, you go, if you're contradicting yourself in that matter, why should I support your yeah. movement or ideologies? Because it's 100%. literally going against me. And I want to be someone that says I am a feminist, but from whatever I've read and seen and heard and have had conversation with people at uni about this, when I had my hijab on and they'd say to me, like, that's not right. Yeah. But like, I am fully like, I want to wear this. I want to dress the way that I want. But it's also just as much like your agency as a woman is also, and this is probably a good segue into the next topic, your free speech. Yep. In the same way that... I've like I've mentioned this topic to a, this my my thoughts on abortion to a few people. Even though like I'd say it's a pretty it's a somewhat balanced impartial opinion compared to where, where I used to be. Mm. I still have been told like oh no, I, admittedly the person from earlier this year yeah. that we alluded to earlier. Um, I remember we were having this conversation and instantly it was you know you're not allowed to have an opinion on that and I'm like. I, 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 get, I did, obviously didn't, on a, on a date, I'm not going to get really political because it's not yeah. the kind of space. But I'm sitting there going, I am allowed to. Mm. My, and the, the, the again, like I said before, the thing is, me having free speech on this is also not implementing law. 
So mm. I can have any opinion I want, but also I, I will be the first to tell you, yes, my opinion means jack shit in the grand scheme of things, but, you still but I'm still allowed to say it and think it. Yeah. Don't shut me down because I, I, have, I had a thought. Yeah. Like, I kind of see where she came from, but not agree with her because I think for a while I thought that way, like, not your body, not your choice. I think if you were in, in that position and you told someone to either abort or keep, that wouldn't at that point that wouldn't be your choice. Yeah, if if I'm directly like ordering someone in the sort of basic sense of the word, mm. yeah, okay, different story. But mm. me again having an opinion on it is different from again me ordering a, a girl in my life to ha, to keep or not keep a baby or making laws that would allow her to keep or not keep it. Yeah. So again, it's like I'm also as much as I'm saying I'm entitled to my opinion. I'm also I'm also understanding mm. of just how much my opinion holds. Mm. And this is where, like, I, I'm very big on things like free speech. Um, because, again, I hate the idea that people are... We live in a society that is so worked up by simply you saying something. Mm. Not it has, you know, it's got this wide societal impact. There might even be people listening that would... would make, and Look, you're entitled to your opinion too. That would be like, no, absolutely not. You're wrong. You know, not your, not your body, not your choice. Mm. But again, I go, okay, fine. I'm not telling you. I'm, I'm literally just stating a thought. And I know we've talked about this heaps, and that the idea that people are really hysterical now when it comes to sharing opinions, um, or like uh, accepting an opinion. Yeah. And certainly as a teacher, I certainly I really try not to get too political in the class because I don't think it's my place to you know make kids political or not political. But if there's one thing I like to teach kids, I don't think this is this is something that I think is just a life skill, not even something that's politically motivated. Is yeah, you're going to hear some shit in your life that you're not going to agree with. Just be be. I know these are teenagers, but be an adult. Yeah. Accept the fact that, yes, you don't agree with them, but you don't need to then sit there and shit all over them. Yeah. Like, and I think I said this to you recently, before we get back onto the whole free speech thing, I was teaching an, uh, uh, an RE class of mine about, um, I was t- t- we're t- going through, we're talking about reconciliation. Yeah. From a sort of a, 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 more of a religious point of view, but like, also a bit more of a, a practical point of view. And sort of, I thought, well, it makes sense. I'll talk about the recent Tex Walker thing. Yeah. And it was a really good opportunity between two different classes, two very, very varied sets of kids to be like, right, we're going to workshop this. We're going to like have a genuine, like genuine discourse. Mm. I'm going to show you the, the, the press conference he had and we're going to form an opinion on this. Yeah. Yes, in the, and I've said some explicitly. In this class, you're going to hear opinions you don't agree with. That's okay. Mm. There's going to be as many opinions in this room as there are people in this room and that's perfectly fine. Mm. And I think because I set that standard, again, it's not me you know, being really politically charged. It's basically trying to teach these kids. Person A over here, who, who may or may not be Indigenous, you know, the, the school I teach at has a large African population, so they obviously perhaps think also a certain way about it. Mm. This person who may be Caucasian, Indigenous, African, whatever they might be, is going to have a differing opinion from the other person on the other side of the room who may be also Caucasian, Indigenous, non-Indigenous, African, whatever they might be. Mm. You don't need to hate them. You don't need to then abuse them once you once the lesson ends. Mm. You just let it go because it is an opinion. And it, mm. in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean a whole lot. And that's been like our relationship for the past few years. It, that has defined how we have been stayed friends despite our often disagreeing with each other. Exactly. Like you've never left here or like I, I we left like a, a meetup and me thinking, I fucking hate this guy. I hate everything mm. he stands for. Even though we've disagreed most of the times and we have agreed. Like, yeah. because I understand that's your fucking opinion. 
you're not gonna go out and advocate your opinion that's gonna affect me at the end yeah. of the day it's an opinion it's a conversation and I respect you for sharing it with me yeah and literally that is that and also we and I know we, I swear we've mentioned this on like the first time I came on this we've also opened our minds to things uh, opened each other's minds to things yeah oh 100% And I think even just talking about different stories, like you were mentioning before about there's some high court case to do with free speech. Yeah. Like, it it opens our minds to more and more actual relevant stories beyond just the concept of free speech itself or the concept of abortion itself. Like, I sort of knew about the whole Texas laws. I'd seen a bit on, like, Instagram and Facebook, but you taught me that you do sort of, it. you know, taught me what's going on. And it sort of, again, made me think a bit more about the topic. Mm. Um, What was it? Remind me, what was the highest court case you're talking about? So... But before we move into that one, mm. like to me, free speech is that you're okay. Let me back it up a bit. So coming from a place where there was no free speech, and if you expressed an opinion, you and your family will be actually like wiped off the face of the earth. Mm. Like no exaggeration. Like North Korea style. Um, like no exaggeration. Yeah. Any Kurd who's listening, like you know exactly how it was. Your parents have left because of that. Like you know mm. exactly what I'm talking about. If you were against the government, you are dead. So a story from like back in the day from Iraq was um, Saddam Hussein walked into this class and he was asking these kids, oh, like, so what does your parents think about me? And he's asking these kids this and that. And this one kid pops up and he goes, oh, so every time you come on TV, my dad turns off the TV. Oh, no. So, oh, shit. So he didn't say that my dad is shitting on you. Like, yeah. didn't say anything. And the story was that this kid never rocked up to school again and his family disappeared. And unlike Hitler at the time, Hitler didn't keep them in camps and prisons. Mm. Saddam Hussein publicly executed them in front of people to make an example out of them. Jesus Christ. So I know what the lack of free speech looks like because my parents taught us to keep our fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Like, even though your opinion, again, to Saddam Hussein... In, like in terms of actual merit and what it could do as an impact, it didn't. Obviously, it was never going to. You not like Saddam Hussein wasn't going to put him out of power. Exactly. But you knew that that within that society it could be challenged. Yeah. Like you, again, like you said, your parents taught you to keep your mouth shut. So for me to come here and realize that there are people like in my school, a bunch of my friends that would like get up and say like "fuck Tony Abbott" mm. or "fuck the government," and I sit there and say. Are you fucking okay? Yeah, are like, you sure? Like, are you sure? Are you fucking okay? Like, what, like, yeah. how are you allowed to say this? It was a, a literal foreign concept to me because from what I've learned, you don't challenge authority. It's like you're going to be shot. <laughs> one more, one more word and you won't be shot like, at the school you, tomorrow. Like, you are never, I'm never going to see this person again. But freedom of speech is that people can say these things and they can say fuck Tony Abbott. Mm. But I know for a fact, Tony Abbott is not going to get affected by this. No. Hell, we egg our politicians. Remember what's that? What's his name? The real cons- uh, Fraser Anning. Oh my fucking! Remember God. the 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 bloke the like the, the, the eighteen nineteen year old kid that just yep. egged him. Yep. Can you imagine in any other country, even America? I'll throw America in there for good measure. Yeah. Can you imagine America, Iraq, like wherever an attack do- on the president yeah. or like put threaten his life? You'd be shocked. Even in even America, a first world country, you'd yep. have your head blown off in three and a half seconds, yep. fucking flat. Mm-hmm. In Australia. Just phrase running, just sort of smack the kid in the face. I mean, I, did the kid get... I don't know if the, the kid got detained, I think. I don't think he got arrested. I don't think so, man. It's a fucking kid. Also, it's phrase running. <laughs> like, I'm a conservative, but fuck that guy. <laughs> but at the same time, like, that's what I mean. It was very weird to me. But I started to learn that free speech is not for free. Yeah. That some words can have consequences. And I've learned this... Oh, my... I can't believe I'm going to say this. From Facebook comment section. 
I know you, you you don't you really don't mind a good Facebook argument. Oh my, I love these. I I couldn't think of anything worse because I'm like arguing with fucking muppets on the internet doesn't get me going. But I know you froth over. Like that. I would sit there for hours arguing back and forth, and it's not because I'm trying to change their opinion. I'm trying to tell you like go get educated. Yeah. So an example was the whole Afghanistan thing and people like leaving and all of that. And I saw some comments saying. Why is it only the men leaving? And uh, fuck them. What about their families? Women and children should go first. Da, 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 da. These words were coming from people living in Australia, a very fucking privileged country. Yeah. They're sitting in their little fucking Adelaide Hill houses, enjoying their fucking millions of dollars of wealth, never seen a fucking struggle in their fucking life, yeah. judging these people when they have no idea what's happening. So that pissed me off, and I attacked every fucking person that brought up this <laughs> argument because my family was in that exact same position yeah. when the terrorists and even you and I know I feel like I swear you mentioned this when we first started talking about this you consider yourself one of the lucky ones who did get out exactly because there were many that didn't exactly so oh my oh the American army on oh my fucking oh <laughs> their whole fucking system of the military defense pisses me off so I don't know if I mentioned this on a podcast episode before but my dad worked with the Americans for mm-hmm. um six seventies I'm pretty sure like after after the invasion until we left and it was all like good, good money, whatever. Like he was safe and whatnot. But early two thousand and nine, just before we left, some of my dad's friends were disappearing, the Iraqi ones, and no one knew what was fucking happening until one of them survived. And he survived because the sniper that was hired to kill him had shot him in the cheek, where the bullet went what out from one fuck? way out the other. So he survived and he found out what was happening. What the Americans did, which is exactly what they fucking did in Afghanistan this year, they gave out the names of the Iraqis that were working for the American government to the corrupt Iraqi government and terrorist organizations. Why? Because they wanted to make peace and they wanted to be... My fuck... It's like my cock, bitch. (laughs) The... Oh my... What... I love when you get passionate about this shit. Like, oh, it pisses me off because... If that, if my dad's friend didn't survive, mind you, that guy got fucking airlifted and taken to the USA for treatment because they didn't trust that he would survive. Him and his whole family, like, living Also, they were responsible for him losing his goddamn cheek. (laughs) Exactly. Just give the man his cheek back, you smart. Exactly. So we had to leave because my dad knew if his name was coming up on the list, which Mm. was, it was going to come up eventually. We lived in Baghdad, which was, like, well, all the American bases, all, everything. Everything was fucking accessible. We were going to be next at one point. So when we left and we had my dad leave first, it was because we knew he was either going to get killed or captured by the terrorist who would have either tortured him to give them information or made him a fucking terrorist because mm. he would have been threatened like you either, we either kill your family, which was, was happening one time. We either die in front of him or he joins them. What the fuck do you do in that situation yeah. besides send my dad out first for his life and then we and then you after? very quickly follow suit. Exactly. That didn't fucking want like that didn't trigger them that something was going on yeah. because we slowly fucking left. Jeez so for these God. fucking privileged white motherfuckers to sit online, I'm saying white because it's mainly white people. <laughs> let's be fucking honest. I, I don't care. Sitting online judging a situation when they don't even know the fucking basic facts, and it pissed me off because my dad could have died because th- these people yeah. were advocating for this shit. Why aren't the women... Because they were never going to kill us. They were never going to recruit me and my sisters and my mother. They yeah. were going to do it to my dad. 
And if we were captured, we were going to be his bargaining chip. Like, we either kill them or you join us. Yeah. And then also, what does that what does that mean for you guys if they if your dad joined? Would they rather my fucking dad leave first or become a terrorist? Yeah. Oh, it really fucking pissed me off, and it got to a point where I was like cry typing because these people were not fucking listening or like changing their opinions. They've never seen a fucking war. They don't understand what it is when you're in the middle of. But that's I guess the thing with something like Facebook comments is that see again this is probably where we differ in opinions. To me, it's like. I can only imagine that some of these people are that thick with whatever topic it is, Afghanistan, whatever, abortion even, it's honestly not worth fighting. And I, if, I, if I wanted to waste my time, I would do any number of things like go on a really awkward date. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd rather go on an, an awkward shit date where I don't pay for the coffee than spend my, and that's just me, than try and argue with dummies on Facebook. But this is me using my freedom of speech. It, it, to put to bitches to in their point. fucking exactly. places and tell them you're wrong mm. and this is why you're wrong I'm not telling them like go fucking die in a ditch I'm writing to my fucking city council premier yeah. whoever it is to have you fucking shanked I'm telling you like this is wrong and this is why and as much and this is where I think free speech pe- people this is where people don't understand these other people even though they might be complete idiots mm. and they might be they might be dickheads mm. They're also using their free speech. Yep. And yes, it sucks, but I guess every, every, everyone has to be entitled to it equally, even idiots. Oh, I never said they shouldn't fucking yeah. be posting these comments. Like, yeah. Don't fucking put put yourself out in public like that to look like a fucking idiot. If you're gonna, if you they're gonna use their free speech, they have to expect that other people will use their free speech, like yourself, to exactly. then be like, no, actually, this this is your argument. Your point is wrong because this is this exactly. basic discourse. Oh, I literally gave myself a headache fucking talking about that. <laughs> oh, that, like, it triggered me but because I know exactly what it is like. It's actually funny you mentioned comment sections. Cause like, what, didn't you say the High Court case was a long... Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, that was meant to be... No, a no, no, no. Topic. Good tangent, though. Good thank tangent. You, thank you. Um, yeah, so I actually haven't read the proper judgment, which I should as well, Sweden, but I have many fucking cases to read before this. Um, the High Court had passed a law. So, okay. We have a system of government where they're in a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So the courts are in hierarchy. So you can appeal from like the lowest court to medium courts to the high court. So once there's judgment passed out from the high court, there's no more appeals. That's the judgment. That's the law. That's it. Yeah. So uh, I'm using CNN as an example because they were the biggest ones involved in this. So the law now is, let's say CNN posted an article online and someone like the fucking white suburban mom from whatever, (laughs) the ass crack of Unley Mm. comes to post something online defamatory or racist or that's whatever that's it is. by law considered hate speech. Exactly. CNN could be sued and charged for her comments because the comment was underneath their article. And I don't... It sounds so insane and for a country that wants to acknowledge itself and prides itself on being so progressive and happy, it's not. It's really fucking not. Hang on, did you say this was an American or Australian law? This is an Australian law. This okay, is an Australian law. This okay. is, no, I'll, I'm oh. using CNN because you, CNN... You would think that it's stupid enough to be American, but actually, unfortunately, it's a stupid enough to be No, no, it's from here. And, like, it's... Public. Like, American media is covering it because people in America... If even America thinks it's stupid and yeah. we're doing it, you yeah. know it's really fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Americans are fucking stupid. Sorry they if you're are, American and you listen to this, but you're a fucking idiot. Like, you but, know who you fucking are. Like, <laughs> don't talk to me about fucking guns, bitch. Shut the fuck up. You don't need to carry a gun in Starbucks. 
hold your fucking tits and sit at home <laughs> with any fucking assault rifles on your back. That is we go on some wild tangents on this pod. We really do. But no, and the reason I don't get it is, again, you're CNN. You're a big... Again, I know they're perhaps a bit more of a progressive media outlet, but whether they're right or wrong, you're a media outlet. You, like, you post shit. You're a news outlet. You, yep. That's what you do. Yeah. Why is it that you now have to have like a, a team of like paralegals and shit mm. spending like employing them full time to look through Facebook comments in case yeah one like white Elizabeth trash Jesus. decides to post like something racist or whatever I'm telling you they're gonna hire so many fucking subreddit mods they, yeah just to like monitor their comment section because if you're a reddit mod right now you're about sign to, up for a fucking job <laughs> you're about to get a great job in the media outlet you have just there's a new market that has never been fucking existing before yeah. just for you now because it's so like idiotic to me but also we're then going to get to the point let's say with YouTube and I know, yeah. and I know it depends on what you do let's say CNN post something to YouTube yeah do we just have to turn the comments off and that's what they were like scared of like do we just turn off all the comments but what's the point of that the whole point of interactive media yeah. and news is that people share opinions. You go back and forth. But th- but this is all, and this is where I think free speech and hate speech. Yes, I see the lines. See, some people would say, "Oh, it's a very easy distinction." I see. I see the lines as very blurred. The thing we have to understand about free speech is, even if it if the, what someone is saying is complete rubbish, you have to accept that they can say it. Yeah. Now I know that, that also blurs the lines of things like, say, something that's racist or whatever. Like, I remember seeing a, a Bill Maher video. Where even he talked about there was a guy in a, on a bus in Seattle who was wearing like the Nazi symbol on his shoulder, Jesus. and someone went up and punched him out. Okay. And he was saying, "Yes, he's a fucking idiot for wearing the Nazi symbol, but also, do we really have to go and punch the guy?" And he had, I think it was uh, Tom Morello from, uh, was it Rage Against the Machine, of some like rock band or whatever. Um Who was basically saying, "Oh no, we absolutely should go and punch." Like, you know, what's wrong with punching a Nazi? It's like. But also, he. This isn't exactly like. This isn't exactly fucking Joseph Goebbels from World War Two, or you yeah, know, it's, yeah. not, it's not Adolf Hitler. This is an idiot on on a bus in Seattle wearing the Nazi symbol. Yes, he. We're not condoning him doing it. Report him to the police. Like, do just the right do thing. Do something a little bit more civil than just going up and beating the crap out of the dude. Yeah. Like, again, violence it, is not. Free a speech solution. means that no, it really isn't. Yeah. Free speech, unfortunately. In some cases. <laughs> It's it's open it's open to interpretation, <laughs> but free speech also needs to mean that yes, sometimes people say things that are odious and uh, subjectively wrong and mean and cruel. But yes, they have the right to say it. Yeah. And again, probably will probably really screw with me in saying no. How how dare you condone you know someone wearing a Nazi symbol? I'm not condoning it. I'm acknowledging they're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But but this is the thing. It's like so someone might post on a CNN video or whatever media company. Mm. Something that is arguably pushing the bounds of racism, homophobia. But again, free speech means that even idiots, unfortunately, will get the right to say some things. But charge these idiots. Why are you charging the news outlet? That's what the problem is. If, if it's, it's really a problem, speech, yeah. go go after the people, not the company. Exactly. And I think it's unfair. I'm not supporting CNN or whatever news outlet. They're all fucking owned by propaganda motherfucking companies. Fuck the Murdochs. What, I was going to say. Fuck the Murdochs. Old mate Murdoch. <laughs> These motherfuckers control everything you're reading. It's all fucking lies. <laughs> you really do sound like an anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I got vaccinated. Please. That's not me. No, that's really not you. Um, but that's what I mean. Like, don't believe everything you read. But if there's something that's fucking wrong, report the person. Yeah. 
I'm not supporting these fucking... Like, yeah, they could be posting something that's false. Report that. Don't report the fucking comment section that some bunch of idiots can mm. write underneath and they get charged for it. It's unfair. It's morally, logically, ethically unfair. And again, it, it stifles things like free speech, which again, even if you hate free speech, you have to accept that... It exists. It, it exists. And that's... And again, that's why certainly... Tr- that's what I was, it goes back to what I was saying before when I was you know, telling my kids about you know, having being able to accept differing opinions. People are going to say some shit you don't agree with. And I saw it in the class. There were people... When we're talking about this reconciliation thing, it was interesting. You had some kids who would talk about how, yep, Tex Walker did the right thing. He apologised. We should move on. You had other people, um, not not you know, not just necessarily say indigenous or you know the, the African population who are largely. It's not just minorities. It's yeah. not just minorities. Even you would have Caucasian kids, white kids, even being like, no, he what he did was absolutely wrong. He definitely should be cancelled. But basically, that kind of thing. Yeah. It was a really varied set of opinions, and you know you would have. The, the white kid who might say, no, he, he did the right thing and now we should move on. And then you would even see other white kids or minority kids get, a, a, you know, they pull the faces and get really surprised and be like, yeah, all right, you disagree with that. I'm going to give you a turn to speak. But again, it's not personal. This is just opinions. Mm. And this is the same thing with Facebook. It's yes, people are going to say some really dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's that, if it's bad enough, report the person. But otherwise also, similar to what you do, there will be plenty of people who are going to take them to, t- to town on, on through the comment section anyway. Let that happen. Yeah. If someone deserves a good, you know, ver- uh, you know, verbal abuse, let them get the verbal abuse. Yeah. I remember in year 12, remember when Mr. Burns first started in culture? Mm. He asked me to do that little presentation. I can't Shout remember. out, Mr. Burns. I know I pissed you off. You're, you're, you're a great bloke. <laughs> what a fucking man. I love you so much, bro. <laughs> I saw him in the market the other day. I said, hi, you with your family. <laughs> he was. He said hi to me. He still oh, remembers he? me. Yeah, yeah. What a man. Anyways, uh, he asked me to do this presentation for class, and I, I can't remember how I opened it or why I opened it with like 9 11 happened when I was four years old. Oh, I didn't fucking do it. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I was a fucking genius at the age of four. <laughs> but like I started. Jet Fuel Camp, that was still me. <laughs> I, lo- I love dropping that one. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, happy 25th anniversary, baby. <laughs> You fucked up the Middle East, bitch. Fuck you. Oh no. Now you're gonna get in trouble too. I don't give a fuck. He killed half my family, man. What have I got to lose? I can't speak a language properly because I had to learn all these fucking new ones from moving around so fucking much because he decided to disable the Middle East. We don't have a land anymore, motherfucker. Oh, God. Anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yes, fuck you, Bush. Another good tangent. Yes, keep going. Where was that even? Oh, Mr. Burns. Mr. Anyways, Burns. I remember that. Similarly to you, we finished like the presentation. We had the class and whatever. And before I left, he goes, just be aware that there will be people in your life, in your class, in your workplace and whatnot, that will not dis- that will not agree with you. They might even have hateful opinions, but just realize... That was their upbringing. That was their home they're from. Mm. Give them a chance to grow. Give them time to know who you are and understand that not all refugees or migrants are bad people and here to steal our yeah. jobs. He's like, always be yourself because and that's I, a I good example. I can understand why he said that because I think this was around... I, I don't remember when Tony Abbott was prime minister because of fuck. He was, yeah, he was at the time. The, he was very much like, you know, the top to oh, turn back the boat. He, he was one of those ones. Yeah, yeah. So especially at that time, people who were... Slightly more politically inclined, yeah. which I definitely was. I couldn't give a fuck about politics in year twelve. Would have heard that kind of thing and just latched onto it. 
Yeah. So I guess I can understand why he was saying it to you. Like, it wasn't even, like, triggered by anything. Or, yeah. But I genuinely think he just said it to me because the climate at the time, yeah. it was that. And I guess but, you maybe were still learning it at the time. And I never considered it that way. I genuinely thought, like, whoever is around me understands that this is who I am. And yeah. I thought somehow I was, like, representing my culture or, like, my religion by being myself. But then I realised it made me kind of paranoid for a bit. I was like okay, what does this person really think of me? Or yeah. are they really my friends or whatever? But I, then I realised, okay, that's who they are. That's what their beliefs are. And I shouldn't be opposed to the way that they brought up or where they were brought yeah. up. Because that would have formed their opinions to who they are today. And I made peace with that since. Mm. That one class with Mr. Burns and that little conversation that we had, and that was that. And also, I think, and I know, I, I certainly personally experienced this, but also like, a lot of us had never heard stories like that. Oh, oh yeah, I know. And so we're all... I don't think... Even if we... Even if any of us did think that, which I don't think we did, a lot of us probably would be like, oh, damn. Mm. Like, you've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> us kids are like born and raised in the western suburbs of Adelaide. <laughs> like, like we can relate. The worst I'd seen is an essay on the train station. <laughs> on the train. On the outer harbour line. Going to town one, one morning. That's the worst I'd seen. I'm so sorry. Your no. love must have been so hard. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> the trauma. Oh my god. Oh. And that—that's the thing. Like that kind of stuff puts into perspective. Again, the word—the word, most threatening thing I'd seen is again, and it is an essay. You know, getting a bit abusive with the ticket inspector on the train. Yep. yep. You've literally seen like places bombed and shit like that. Like, yep. and even then, I'm probably like, I'm not probably doing your experience justice. But I think that gave a lot of people in that class perspective. Mm-hmm. Um. And Which was a good thing because it was oh, yeah. a mutual learning experience. I learned throughout. You were learning all of about that. us and what sort of, I guess, what lack of perspective we have, but also think what we've perhaps been through individually. We certainly learned about what the hell was going on on the other side of the world. Yeah, but I genuinely think that helped me to see. All right, this opinion has. Sorry, this person has this opinion because this is what they've been through. This is how mm. they grew up, and I shouldn't hold that against them. Like you didn't choose to be born in this country at that time in that year, whatever yeah. it is. It just happened. That's that's reality. That's our destiny, if you will. Yeah. So I shouldn't hold that against you for having these opinions and whatnot. And like, I'll, honestly, I'll always think about that conversation when it comes to like situations or opinions. Like, that's just who you are. I mean, and this is where, and this one thing I put to you. What if I said to you that that, that would be the argument you could say about the people in Texas? No, like that's fair, but these opinions. I'm, of, now, keep on. I'm not condoning what they're doing. No, no, I'm no, just I'm saying like. What I could put that same argument to you is these people in Texas have obviously been raised very conservative, very religious, very yeah. much like, no, we, we like, they've been told abortion is wrong. And that's just, that's all they've known. It's been like yeah. programmed into them, like they're fucking Mm-mm. robots. What do you make of that? The difference is you guys were, first of all, high school students. Mm. And the way that you were raised and born, whatever, you haven't met someone like me. So your opinions before me were different to how they were after you've met me. Yeah. With the, what's happening in Texas, there's so much media around it and coverage and conversation. And like someone in Texas had, doesn't know someone that's maybe had to have one or needed one but didn't get one. Exactly. That's the difference. I genuinely think experiences should be different because you guys didn't have to like meet a refugee before mm. me, let's say. But with them, they know that there are people that genuinely need this because they're obviously in that state. It's happening all around them. It's all over the news, like social media, whatever it is. I think exposure is the difference between these two yeah. places. 
And I think especially, and I, maybe, I don't know if we've discussed this on the pod before, like, I know it's probably different now, but our year level at the school we went to was really white. Oh, yeah. It was pr- pretty much, the cultural makeup was 50% wog, and I know I'm throwing that word out there lightly, 50% wog, sort of, all right, 45% wog, 45% Aussie, and then... Even actually, no, even yeah, honestly, just under 50% Morgan Aussie, and then like a, like a sprinkling of minorities. Yep, you being Middle Eastern, we had I think one indigenous, one Asian. Um, I really can't think of any other sort of like obvious minorities. Yeah, no, like it was, it, and I'm, that's an exaggeration. We generally had the one, like you were like, I know, actually, no, there were probably a few of the like Middle Eastern students technically in our level. A small handful. You count them on one hand kind of thing. It was just me and Ismat who was Afghan. In our year level. In our year level. Right, okay. Two mm. Middle Easterns then. Yeah. One Indigenous, one Asian. That is genuine. Jonah was African. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. And one African. Mm-hmm. But the rest were either, like, we're all, like, white. Mm. Aussies, Greeks, Italians. Mm. That and maybe like a couple of other maybe like Eastern Europeans that largely define the mm. cultural makeup. It mm. was like the minorities are Saint. Mi- we shouldn't drop the name. <laughs> We've come this far. The minority, at least in the AE level, the minorities at Saint Michael's were like genuine minorities. Yep. Now, from what I understand, it's changed. I think to be fair, all schools have changed as we've had you know probably more cultures come to South Australia. Just in general, there's probably been a bit more movement between suburbs. Yep. I, I'm very certain now that. Like that, that school has got a very different cultural makeup, but or at least it's less white. You could put it. Yeah, I know it's a bit of a back white. in our day, <laughs> yeah. But back in back in my day, nineteen oh six, yeah, it was mm. really like. To, so that's why for us it was a genuinely new experience because it's not as if we had someone else who had taught us this before you came along. Mm. No one at all. Um, good times though. But oh, it was a good time. And look, it's interesting now that the school I teach at now, obviously it's that like it's really, really multicultural. Yeah. Um again, huge African population just because of the suburb that the school's in. Uh certainly plenty of Middle Easterns. Admittedly, there were probably even like the the Caucasian kids, I would actually argue there's very few students there, whatever their racial background, mm. that are actually Catholic. And this is a admittedly a Catholic school that I work at, mm. or Catholic and I won't, no, that's probably as far as I go. A Catholic school I work at. Mm. You've got a couple of other denominations, but a lot of people, a lot of the kids have have sort of no shame in telling me they're not very religious. Mm. Um, Which, of course, makes it sometimes difficult to teach RE when they go, oh, but I'm not religious. Why do I need to learn this? Like, well, also, you're at a Catholic school. Um, Also, this isn't strictly just, you know, preaching from the Bible. I like to pride myself on the fact that, at least at the Catholic schools I've taught at, it's not just Bible preaching. Yeah. I don't know what other different denominations or schools are like, but it's actually there's a bit. It's a quite a bit more worldly. Yeah. Which I like. I remember I loving religion because it was compulsory. It was mainly morals. We learned yeah. so much about like morals and where do you stand on this. And I remember our teacher at the time. Oh my god, I forgot his name. So with a Z. So anyway, sorry. Um, Zano. Yes. yes. Thank you. In- interesting character. Thank you. Shout out, Mrs. Anna. What a fucking man. Um, I remember our first day in class, he asked us to move our tables to the side, whatever. We were all saying in like a line in the middle. And he asked us a question of, all right, like, w- if your parents were in a building like that was catching fire, would you save them? And everyone moved to the right side because mm. obviously you do that. And he's like, all right, what if there were other people 
who were like children, what would you do? So like people were shifting sides in the room. Mm. What if there's a scientist that he's the only one that has the cure for cancer? Who would you say first? So it was like very moral based and everything in that like religion class never once was like the name of Jesus brought up or like read the Bible, like learn verses and I never, I genuinely loved it because it. Did you watch the film Return to Paradise? No, we watched Crash. Oh, no, are you, no, we did that in Society and Culture. Oh, what did we watch for Ari then? I know we watched Crash and Sh- Crash and Society, which also yeah, brilliant yeah, yeah. film, by the way. Yeah. Return to Paradise. Oh, I forget the uh, Vince. It's not Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I'll look it up. But basically, it was a film about this guy who he, him, and his mates traveled to. I think it was Malaysia. Okay. Return to Paradise. There we go. Nineteen ninety-eight. No, it was Vince Vaughn. Um, they a bunch of friends travel to Malaysia. They go on a holiday. I think they bought a bit of weed or whatever. They crashed a bike. <gasps> yes. You know what I'm yes, talking about? Yes, yes, yes. We did watch it. Now, yes. they, years later, basically, it catches up with the guys. And basically, they get told one of their mates, oh, I'm looking at Return to... Yes. Oh, my God. I just remembered that movie. With, like, the lawyer and they freaking... Yes. So, published in, I remember, years yeah, later, a lawyer starts poking around, basically saying, one of your mates has been actually imprisoned for the last few years in Malaysia mm. and is about to be put to death. Mm. But they understand that there's two people who can claim responsibility. If one of you goes back, it's six years apiece. Yeah. If two of you go back, it's only three years apiece. Mm. So one mate's in prison, I'm about to go on death row. The two mates are back in New York, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And, they're tra- and this lawyer, who I won't spoil it, but turns out to be a bit more involved in the case than the, than we first suspect is basically trying to convince these two people to come back. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like it was one of the best assignments I did. And I still watch the film to this day. I love the film. I need to Shout out this price. Picked a good film. <laughs> love, absolute legend. Oh yeah. I, I remember. Yep. 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 And that, and that, this is the kind of thing it's, I like to me, especially when they can put it, you know, insert a bit of religion into it. To me, that's what I think RE should be. Yeah. Is like actually looking at genuine life, and I know we we looked at cults at yes, one point when yeah, we did the big study did. on cults. Um, we did that in psychology as well, actually. I remember, yeah. Because I guess they would have taught you how you get brainwashed yeah, into yeah. it. But yeah, and I and I think even that it's like even that I would I would argue like if I had to sort of say make make the point just to you know, my students again, it's like I'm actually teaching you a, even a concept like bits and pieces of even things like free speech, mm. the idea that. You know, free speech also includes things like morals and values. And yes, you might you're gonna your opinions are formed on your morals and values, and yeah. that that will inform the things that you say. Your free speech. Mm. I guess that's probably advanced concepts for kids. But well, speaking of free speech, or freedom in general, mm. um, the next topic was that I wanted to speak about was the whole mm. Kim Kardashian, um, what she dressed as in the Met Gala. She didn't actually. Her all the Balenciaga people that designed yeah. it, they didn't actually address what it was about. Like they wanted to make it a mystery and let the internet run with theories. Mm. But what came out on the other side, what I was seeing on TikTok, which blew up, fucking TikTok somehow knows I'm Muslim. So all I see is Muslim <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> it knows. <laughs> it knows. Oh my fucking God. It hears you yell, yalla and walla all the time. So Probably. It's like, well. It knows me so well that it shows me like Muslim stuff and childhood trauma stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. the, the phone really is listening. It's listening. <laughs> Fuck you, Zuckerberg. Um, 
yeah, so what came out from Muslim TikTok is she's being praised for not letting her body determine who she is or mm-hmm. she has the freedom to dress the way that she is. And people were comparing what was happening in France earlier this year and the hijab ban to this. And look, I'm a fan of Billie Eilish and her music. And I understand why, as a fucking child, she dressed the way she is. She goes, um, I want to dress modestly and not be sexualized. And she decided to wear whatever she wanted at the time. And she then... usually got really baggy as hell clothes. Exactly, yeah. yeah, because she knew what the internet would say. Like, I remember during lockdown last year, I don't know if you know about this, this one photo, like, a, a cunt of a paparazzi took of her. Like, in a tank top and shorts, just doing yeah. her thing. And it went everywhere on the fucking internet. She was being called, like, a fat pig. Look what quarantine oh does God, to people. No. Why are her boobs so big? Like, she was getting fucking dragged on the internet. And then she was, she came out, I was like, this is why I don't wear normal things because mm. I'm literally a, a teenager and this is what you guys are saying to me. Imagine if she dressed like this all the time. She yeah. would be get fucking dragged through the dirt So of I the can internet. imagine she probably copped a bit when she went, went to this Met Gala. Exactly. So... No, no, it wasn't the Met Gala thing with the whole Billie Eilish. Is that people were praising her for dressing the way that she wants and that she wants to be modest and not yeah. sexualize herself. And the same conversation with, with Kim Kardashian that she was not being sexualized. Yeah. She dressed very Islamically oh, speaking, I think, I think I know. modestly. Yeah. And I'm... the comparison was made to France and the Western perspective on modesty and Muslim women choosing to fucking wear a hijab and then by feminist, by Western governments, by the media being told that they're oppressed, they have no agency, that their husbands or their dads... Look, in some cases, that is the case. People do get forced to wear mm. these things by husbands, and that's fucking wrong. Fuck you if you have that mentality. It is not your place. Okay. You're not God. Like, fuck you. It's literally not your body. Mm. You can't tell anyone what to do. And then you have the fucking other side of Muslim women saying, I want to dress like this, but outside I get caught a fucking terrorist to go back to where yeah. I came from. All these names being, like, called... And this is what... I don't mean to sit there and just drag on feminists, but 100%, I, I don't doubt that there is a large amount of, like, feminists that would have somehow informed, like, the French government's opinion on, see, look at how oppressed these women are. That That's the and, whole, like... And this, this is where I go... If I, there's, if I've, I've seen a lot of political movements with infighting. Yeah. Never have I seen it more than with feminism. The, the different waves, that there's different groups within different waves. Like, I've heard acronyms like SWEFs and TERFs. Have you heard them before? No. So, I only learned, I learned, I learned this like a year or two ago. So, a SWEF is a sex work exclusionary feminist. I could be getting these wrong, by the way. Sex work exclusionary feminist. Then a TERF is a trans exclusionary radical feminist. Jesus fucking Christ. And apparently they're... They're like what you'd call like your conservative feminists, like your old school ones that the mm. real, real lefty progressive types actually hate because they're considered not feminist enough. The, they don't and, understand that the whole movement started because women just wanted to be seen as equals, like in terms of rights and voting and all yeah. these things. These women fucking fought and marched and died for us to be able to dress the way that we want and say mm. what we want without getting prosecuted or men telling us what to do. For these fucking bitches, especially <laughs> bitches that preach free the nipple, f- bitch, free your fucking nipple. I don't yeah. care, but don't tell other women to free their nipple if they don't fucking want to. I know, and and that and that's the thing. It's it it goes beyond. And again, maybe it's just me ragging on feminists because I'm not one, but it goes beyond the idea of 
again, free agency, free choice. It's, yes. It, it's, I feel it's a lot more... What's what I'm looking for? It's a lot more authoritarian. Exactly. That's the, the whole fucking point. This is what we point. want you to do, not what you might want to do, but you can make up the, your mind. The movement started for women to have some choices. Hmm. So for a fucking feminist that is in this day, a modern feminist, to tell a Muslim woman, you can't dress the way that this is. You are becoming the man from the fucking 40s yeah. that told your ancestors to fucking do what they want. You are becoming what yeah. the movement started to fight. It's so contradictory to anything that it started off with, which was such, it was came in from a good place for progress and for open-mindedness or whatever you want to call it, for now to become, to turn around and become, mm. no, we are advocating See, and for women. Here's the thing, like, when I sort of was seeing stuff about the Met Gala, like, it was just people taking the piss. Yeah. Like, and let's be honest, some of the dresses, not even dressed, like, even the guys as well. Oh, well, that's like every They dress it, like, it looked, yeah, like, yeah. It looked like a fucking flamingo, it turned out, <laughs> like, it was a zoo. <laughs> Yeah, just people with fucking lion's manes and shit. It was like it was like, it was like watching Pingu show up to the fucking oh, Met Gala. <laughs> oh, you, honestly, and I know I, I this, I'm not going to claim that I made this joke because I really didn't. But literally, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West look like when you haven't unlocked a character in a fucking video game. <laughs> no, it wasn't Kanye West, by the way. I know. I remember you telling me that yep. apparently it was basically a stunt double. Yep. Which yep, yep. I, I still am shocked by, and maybe shock pe- shocking people are listening now. Mm. But I'm like, what the fuck. Mm-hmm. But, but but I almost feel like with stuff like, but, and and I know we've discussed this before. Actually, forgot about forgot we forgot we should talk about this. The people who came in like politically charged outfits oh with slogans God. and shit. I'm oh like, you are at the Met Gala. It costs like fucking ten thousand dollars to 30. go. It's so, oh, sorry, fuck. I stand corrected. Yep. Thirty thousand dollars. Yep. You don't you don't need to put political messages because um, you're, you're did not. Did I tell you the funny story about the lady that was dressed in the tax the rich dress? The designer that paid for the ticket has not paid taxes since 2018. It just came out. <laughs> I knew you'd like this. Oh, no. The fucking irony. Honestly, celebrities that uh, get political can get fucked yep. is what they can do. Yep. Because yep. they're so out of touch. Because you're saying tax the rich when you're fucking rich yourself in a rich event. Imagine actually designing a dress that says tax the rich and you yourself. The, the irony. The that rich that's not-, not paying taxes. Yeah. Yep. That's why I don't, like, and, and, and I'm not telling you what to do, but a strong suggestion of mine is don't ever take um, famous people seriously for their politics because it means fuck all. Oh, it really does. Look, I'm um, for people when, like, the whole thing in America was to go out and register to vote because, like, fair I enough. Don't, I don't see that. I would argue that, that I, it shouldn't be have been, like, I guess, poli- um, you know, a, a, partisan, a, a partisan issue. Yeah. That should have been... In general, young people of all ages, particularly young people, which I know in America are among the lowest demographics who are yep. enrolled to vote, you should all just go vote and actually just be slightly more involved. Whether you're yep. going to vote conservative, progressive, Republican, um, Democrat, Democrat mm-hmm. whatever, just go and roll. Like, I don't see a problem with that as well. But for you to make a political stand and just for the internet to find yeah. out that you are what you're fucking trying to stand against, that was just fucking funny. And, and I, I never forget, it would be like the Oscars or something. And this was like when Trump was president. And I'll never forget the amount of YouTube videos I watched where people would, people would react to the, 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 the repetitive droning messages that like, whether it's Leonardo DiCaprio or any actor, I could literally name any of them. Mm -hmm. The amount that would go up on stage and make some like stock standard cookie cutter political shit statement. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, oh my god, just accept your, get your fucking golden medal and fuck off back to your seat, please. And like, your millions my... of fucking dollars and go back to your private yeah. jet, to your privilege. And it, like, I love Leonardo DiCaprio as an actor, but when he sits there and preaches about the environment, I'm like, you literally fly to these things on a private jet. Oh my god. Shut up your Have ass. Have you heard the recent theory about him? Oh god, <gasps> do tell. Oh my god. What? Look, I love him as an actor, love his fucking movies. You were great in Catch Me If You Can. That, mwah, I haven't seen that film, but I know I need to. Oh my, I watched Wolf it the other Wall night Street, well. Frothed Over, um, Great Gatsby. Oh, in Great Gatsby. This man yeah. has not made a bad movie. I fucking dare to name one. Okay, no. This man does. Anyways. But what has he done? This is career-wise. Uh, the theory is that he's never had a girlfriend over the age of 25. And the ones that were close to that age, he dumps as soon as they're 25. I think he's 41 or 42 this year. He's he's getting on a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Do, do we know so why? I think inside. Is it like, like some R. In... Kelly kind of thing where he's pissing on all of them? No, no, they're not underage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's not the okay, pissing type. I, I took that in a really bad direction. No, no, no. They okay. haven't been underage, but okay. for a forty-year-old man to date a nineteen-year-old, that's a bit fucking weird. Yeah. Like he was twenty-one when they were born. That's you're no, a illegal age of drinking in America. Yeah. That should not be fucking okay. Jesus. He could have been their father. <laughs> Just think of it that way. That's how I look at age. Like, well, could you have fathered me? I'm not going out with you, bitch. No, no, good call, good call, good call. Um, yes, but that's, anyways, that's a random tangent. But yes, uh, rich people, fuck you all. You don't have to be, you don't need that. And I know, I've, I know I've mentioned this, I've definitely mentioned this to you before. Like, was it, oh, which, um, which talk show host was it? Ellen. Oh where, my God. Where apparently at the start of lockdown, she posted this massive video on Titter, which, Titter. <laughs> Oh my god! Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> where she um she was apparently having a massive talk about oh I feel so isolated in my, in my home I, I I you know it's a massive struggle for me. Bitch, you live in a mansion with like chefs a and shit. Thirty million fucking thirty million dollar mansion, mansion and you have chefs cooking your fucking meals. Fuck off, bitch! Oh, she got cancelled. We don't speak about that, bitch. She's, yeah, oh, she's done. She's a she's joke. Done. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I'm about to go on this topic. It just occurred to me. Please. Do you know wh- how I know I've started getting old? And I don't know why the, the, the talking about <laughs> Ellen made me think about this. Okay. When the, I've only gone to a small handful of 21st in the last maybe 12 to 24 months. Probably since my 21st season ended in 2019. Um, and like, I, I'm, you know, I don't go with a partner anymore because that was a bit of a fucking train wreck when we used to. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll stop there before we get any worse. Um, now, when I go to 21st, and I'm not looking after people. Junk girlfriends. Junk girlfriends. <clears throat> I, I've, I've noticed more now. And I also realize just how old I am. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the 21st I went to earlier this year. Where, like, I'm going... There, I was 23 at the time. But, like, I I'm, I feel... I felt, at least, from, like, a am I'm, I'm old and tired and just grumpy with people. I felt, like, 50 years old. Oh, no. And, like, you go there. And I, I was at the 21st. And I just, I look at people, I'm like, it's like people want to look the same when they go to a 21st. It would be like, it would be like the boy, the kind of boys that go like, <laughs> yeah, let's go shopping on like the Saturday to buy the same fucking outfit before the party. <laughs> let's go to the barber and get the exact same haircut because our heads are shaped the fucking same. And honestly, like there, there are times with, and I'd say 21st, but even I'll throw in town in, in, into this for good measure. Everyone looks the same. Mm-hmm. Like, are you twins? And literally, like, Ellen, if Ellen DeGeneres looked even more lesbian and had a twin, 
And if you're blonde, and especially if when I would see, like, again, not as much the 21st, but even in town, where like, it'll be like blonde haired kids with no beard. I'm like, it's, it's Ellen. She's actually come <laughs> to Adelaide and is partying on the fucking East End. She's gone to distill. <laughs> I, I, I just, I found that now when I go out, whether it's to town, which I don't really go to anymore, or when I go to, like, the odd 21st I get invited to. Yeah. I find myself being really judgy because I'm now not sitting there getting like pissed out of my brain or watching, looking after drunk fucks who get pissed out of their brain. Yeah. Not that I'm throwing shade at anyone, of course, but. (laughs) Big shade, baby. (laughs) He's lying. But I'm now finding myself just being, I notice characters more Mm. at parties. Mm. I used to be the type who, like, you know how I know I'm getting old? Mm. I'm the type at the end of the 20, at the end of the 21st to be commenting to people about the food. Oh, oh. I'm I'm at, I'm at I'm at the back of the party going like yeah I'm that that shoulder, yeah. that burger was good. <laughs> I'm I'm one of those ones. Oh no, I've gotten old. Once upon a time, I'd just stuff my face with a bit of food, get pissed out of my brain, and we I'd just send it and it'd be fun. But also, do you want to have a personality that was based off of TikTok? No, I really don't. There you go. And so I think I'm God. I'm so glad TikTok wasn't around when oh, I was going to 21st because mm-hmm. I think it would have been a, a train wreck. Mm-hmm. But again, I think now I'm picking up on that more because I'm noticing like the really almost generic stereotypes, if that makes sense, mm. that I see at birthdays or even just out in town. Oh. And again, because so many even go for the sort of like Ellen look. Pain. It's it's weird. Pain. I've said this to someone a while ago, actually. I feel like we had individuality with our like styles or the way yeah. we spoke and whatnot because we didn't have like a main source of influence for, like, to form our personalities. While now, like, I see kids in town, especially, like, during school holidays, they're fucking everywhere. Oh, they, yeah. They all look the same. They speak the same. The mannerisms. Because they're, it's literally based off of the internet. And they don't exist outside of that. I have. uh, And again, I'm not going to get too specific. Oh, God. In a particular year nine class of mine. Now, this isn't, um, again, it's not me being personal, because anyone who, listening to us, teacher friends, you know, even when if when you're in high school, year nines are fucked. Mm-hmm. It's and, and it and this is why I think it, this sort of these stereotypes and this genericness knows no, um, say cultural background. I've got a couple of boys in my year nine class. Mm. I've got an African, a Middle Eastern, and I think one or two white kids. They've obviously all they're obviously all obsessed with like UK drill. Oh, Jesus they genuinely Christ. speak like roadmen. Oh my fuck! Oh no, baby, no! Like I'll have one of the boys actually. I'll, I'll he be answering something about like it's a, it's a humanities class. They'll be answering something about geography, which is what we're going through at the moment. Yeah, and he'll be he'll be talking about. And when we look at the flipping map, I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not. I'm not your friend. You're, you're talking to a teacher. You wouldn't do this with the fifty-year-old teacher. Why are you doing? Because you know I'm young and. But you know the other problem is, I sit there. I'm trying. To... <laughs> Sometimes I'll they'll drop a line, and I'm sitting there going like, "Yeah, I'm really trying to be professional, but it's also my kind of shit humor too. It's really bad." I don't know how you contain yourself. I could not. Like, so, like, oh no! And then actually, it was one of the boys in my English class. Well, I'm ta- I'm going reading them the boy in striped pajamas at the moment, yeah, right? Yeah. And we got to a point where it's one part of the story where like the parent, the, the parents in the story are that enraged that they become really quiet. Mm. And I I put it to the kids. I said, "Have hands up if any of you have ever had that sort of situation with your parents where they're that furious they've gone silent." Yeah. And it was <laughs> I think it was one of the Middle Eastern boys. 
He's like, oh, sir, that's madness. It's a mad team. I'm like, shut up. Oh, fucking God. I'm like, he, uh, this boy, like, he's told me he only came from Afghanistan a few years ago. I'm like, you weren't, you weren't born in like South London. You were born in Afghanistan. Like, just settle down. Be a fob, please. <laughs> like, if you spoke with like a thick, like Middle Eastern accent, I'd get you. But you're not a road man. He literally put his hand up and was like, oh, sir, it's a madness. Mad thing. And I've literally started calling them by... I've literally started calling these boys to their face. I'm like, right, roadman here and roadman there. <laughs> answer the question for me. I, I, I've gone beyond the point. Like, I'm taking the piss now. The, yeah, there's no point finding it. That's the chill out. That's what I mean. Their personalities literally Because exist. it's been formed by TikTok. Exactly. And I also, I guess, to a lesser... To a similar extent, the, the music they listen to. Oh, my God. But also, like... And it, it's sad now. Because I've gone and looked up a few UK drill things now... All of my for you page, it will be oh. like it'll be like the side men, like hey oh. assign yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. group. Yeah, and they're all they all speak like road men and yeah. shit. Half my like <laughs> my stuff on TikTok now, and I don't make TikToks for the record because fuck that. You don't you don't want to watch me make a TikTok. But half of the stuff I watch on TikTok now is just that shit. Oh my god! And it just reminds me of my year nights. You've obviously been consumed by this shit. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's really bad. They exist on the internet and that's it. Like, thankfully, the school I teach at now has a much stricter phone policy than the one I taught at last year. Last year, I would watch. Because we could, it was much harder and also the kids were much more hostile last year when I was taking their phones. I would watch kids in class as I'm talking, <laughs> as I'm trying to educate them. They're sitting there doing the, one of these ones, like just circle hands and like... Just, you should see this just, just the really, like, cringe... Like Shit. TikTok dances. The real, the tip, they're doing them in class and I'm talking to them. Oh the rest God. of the class, like the, the normal kids in air quotes are all looking at me maybe paying like half a bit of attention, <laughs> giving half a shit. I've got two girls in like the back corner of the class. Just fucking. Oh, don't remind me. I if I hear that word one more fucking time, I'm going to snap. <laughs> They'd be sitting there like all going all Michael J. Fox in front of the fucking camera. Oh my god! <laughs> like, and I the amount of times I've, particularly in the last like, this year, but even last year, I'm like, if I had known, and I, I say this to the kids, I'm beyond caring now. I'm like, if I had known as a teacher, I'd be dealing with roadmen <laughs> and TikToks in class, and I'd be having like year nines unironically talking to me like roadmen. I might have reconsidered my career. I don't know how we got from like free speech and abortions to me talking about this, but I, I, it just has to be said. My biggest flex in life is that I was never a year nine student. I never did year nine. You, you didn't do no. I went from year six to eleven. No, eleven then ten. That's a different story. I never yeah, fucking you did skipped year nine. a lot of that Thank era. The Lord, <laughs> I skipped uh, the cringe phase. Also, I think I feel like if you'd been with our year level. Our particular level in year nine, yeah. you would have been like, nah, mum, dad, we've got to go back home. Yeah, no. <laughs> Where are we going? I, I would have, like, demanded deportation. Even in year 10, we weren't a perfect year level. But in year nine, we had, like, lost the plot. Oh, yeah. No, thank bit. God. Thank God, man. Mm-mm. That yeah. I think that is genuinely my biggest flex. But also, we didn't have TikTok. And so, That's what none I mean. of us decided to speak like roadmen, do like, shit we were dances all, in like, class. like, individually different from one yeah. another. And, like, I genuinely think that is a beautiful thing. But they're all the fucking same now. I know. I, I can't tell you the amount of kids, like boys, 
now that come to school with mullets and genuinely think... And they must think it looks good because they've decided to grow that on their own fucking head. <laughs> they've gone to a barber and have literally said to them, just fuck me up, fam. <laughs> Unironically. Unironically gone, please ruin my hairstyle. I want you to ruin my head. Just fuck me up, fam. I want to look back at these photos in 10 years and hate myself. Yes. Please do it. Like, and again, on. I'm at the point. I I feel like I'm that grumpy fifty year old, like like old like white dad. Yeah. But I have no shame in saying to these kids, I'm like, right, like one one of my a year nine boy showed up with an underwear with this filthy. He showed up one day with the filthiest month you've seen, and I, I looked at him like dead ass, and I was like, how much was the bet? <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, there was no bet. I'm like, oh, there wasn't. <laughs> You chose that for your own head. Oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh. I know I could probably get fired for saying this, but I feel like, you know what? Everyone can level with me on some You know some what? Way. I'm low-key glad that I had parents that didn't let me do things to my hair. Yeah. Because yeah, I would have trusted what I would do at 16. Well, like, and to be fair, even sometimes... Even sometimes girls will come with not not mullets. Thank thank fuck for that. They'll they'll come with a like that a really like alternative haircut. Like they'll get like the sides done or it's just something a bit different. Mm-mm. But I I don't know why. Even with that, like I wouldn't make a comment because perhaps it's probably a bit more. They're maybe a bit more self conscious. But when it's a dude with a mullet, <laughs> I like this is call me maybe call me sexist in my own way. But I'm like <laughs> I have no shame. I'll rip into a kid for having a mullet. Yeah, no, that because maybe if I if I bully them out of it, <laughs> they'll be like. Yeah, so so he, he he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> just fucking shave it. Just just shave it. But like, is there anything now? Like I was talking about before, when I when I go to twenty first, when I go to town, I just I just judge the amount of like genericness I see around me. Yeah. Do you see now in some what 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 to you do you think is you getting older, and you becoming like a genuine adult? Oh my god! I said something to my eighteen year old sister the other day. I think I said lit or like. Something basic. And she goes to me, ew, no one says that anymore. She goes to me, oh, I just remembered you were born in the last century. Oh, no. I'm not even fucking kidding. I wanted to kill myself. I'm only seven years older. Like, it's not a fucking... <laughs> it's genuinely not a centuries gap between me and it's her. Bad. She said I was born in the last century. it makes century. us feel really old. The girl I'm talking to at the moment, right? Yep. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I was on a FaceTime the other day. And her sister walked in the room and then just started up and just started like having jokingly interrogating her sister about me. Yeah. And I don't know where she goes, does he use emojis or how does he laugh when he texts you? Oh my, uh, apparently that's a thing, yeah. And apparently, like, I I actually forget what what she said was, you know, not in fashion anymore. But apparently now it's cringe to laugh in a certain way over text. I'm like, (laughs) what do you mean? I'm like, I do both. Does that mean I, like... They're gatekeeping emojis. I'm like, what's cringe anymore? I don't know. Yeah, there's a new fucking standard on the internet, apparently. Yeah. I'm glad to be old. I I had to have... I had, like, some some of my students last year tell me, apparently now on Instagram, that if you're a teenager, the thing is, it's a sign of, I think, like, popularity or, like, showing how many friends you've got. If when someone puts up an Instagram photo, they tag you in it, even if you're not in the fucking photo. Oh my fucking god! Like people comment, "Oh, tag please" or "tag thanks," and then someone will be like, "Yeah, sure," and then tag you. And apparently, like it's awkward if you don't get tagged. I don't know. It, apparently, that's the thing. 
Now, I feel like a genuine 60-year-old retiree teacher <laughs> when they're telling me this. I'm 24. Oh, my God. And I feel out of touch. And I kind of thought I knew what was going on in the world of social media. Yeah, I had no idea about that either. Thank you. So do you, do you feel old now? Very, thank you. But I've got Angus who is like seven years old, so sometimes I feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to be Snapchat. You so probably look at like the things that me and you do and be like, you young young whippersnappers. Yeah, I asked him to use something the other day. He's like, I don't even know what that is. So I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, people. <laughs> I feel good about myself Next sometimes. Next year, I'll put him in the retirement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. I think look, we'll wrap it up there because it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been it's been a hot minute but, um, actually. <laughs> oh my fucking! This is God. why, and this is why I, I'm glad you. I'm so happy that you invite me on because we really just go on any tangent and we just roll with it. Yep, yep. Like for context, guys, we will probably spend maybe three minutes dot pointing on my phone what to talk about. Not even. Not like, even that. We just thought, oh yeah, I mentioned this. Right, I was thinking about this on the way here. You thought you mentioned this sort of political issue to me. Right, even though we're not probably not going to be able to transition. Fuck it, let's go with it. Yep. And, and we get we two hours and eight minutes. Yeah, perfect. Love that. Of just chatting shit. Uh, let us know if you want us to discuss something else because we'd love to learn. Yes. We love to debate things. Um, yeah, hit us up and stop fucking bullying me to post episodes. I've got uni, bro. <laughs> Actually, I've got shit to do. <laughs> admittedly, we probably have to do another episode because we didn't talk about the whole China's yeah. war thing. So stay tuned. So please bully either mainly Malak, but if you need to, myself on no, another Anthony, episode. No, please, I'll do it. I right, direct some of the bullying my way. <laughs> we'll make another episode, and whether it's strictly political or we just talk about I don't know dates and shit. Oh my! Oh, <laughs> that's I think we. Need. I think we might need to dedicate like a whole episode. Yep. Yeah. We're going to both get in trouble, but oh my God, it's going to be I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yellow, let's go. Oh let's my God. Well, All right. thanks for listening. Um, I hope it was a fun one. Please, yes, cut the bullying. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Send it to Anthony. <laughs> Bye. Oh my God, we didn't mention the drink of the day. We didn't have one. I don't know. That's true. Why are you cooked? He's been oh, drinking I, this whole I, time. I finished mine. We did have some oh, Fanta. Uh, yes, we had Fanta today and then we were smoking... Blueberry and watermelon shisha. Mint. Mint shisha. Yes, always mint because we're not pussies. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. Adios.